0: Goodbye and unwelcome, none of many. This is the Bizarro Multiverse, where the worlds of nerds unmeet. I am Bizarro Joel, your (laughs) (laughs) not-host.
1: Uh, I had a feeling you were gonna do that when I saw your Bizarro shit.
0: <laughs> After 141 episodes, Matt, we gotta do something to spice up this game, uh, that is podcasting weekly, and this, this, this <laughs> was what I had for this week, this was my Hail Mary play.
1: <laughs> you should have told me you were doing that, and what I would have done was I would have changed our little video boxes around, but oh. kept our little, uh, like, Twitter tags the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just to really go with it yeah but then it's like you know if we commit that much to it i don't want people to be like oh god are they gonna do this the whole episode is this like a is this like a late april <laughs> fool's joke i don't know I'll if just, i want to watch this
1: i'll just flip the video so it's all backwards
0: oh there you go what what <laughs> would the bizarro versions of us be mad i wonder uh
1: well we wouldn't have our beards
0: no no we'd be we'd both be clean shaved in bizarro world which is the opposite of evil star trek mirror world logic
1: yes uh we do comic reviews so we wouldn't review stuff
0: yeah we wouldn't do that we would we'd have a show but it would be something completely different what's what's the opposite of comic books books yeah regular books 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 without pictures <laughs> we'd be a literary podcast we'd be super boring <laughs> and super unfunny
1: yeah but somehow popular as well yeah but somehow <laughs> I know, enough to garner 141 episodes
0: yeah really geez or in bizarre world is it the other way around would it be negative 141
1: episodes
0: <laughs> this is this i would is... I
1: would say you could reverse the number 141 oh. but just reverse it's 141 it
0: becomes the same <laughs> see that's why this was the perfect episode to pull this joke out i thought of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i did uh but yes believe it or not everyone we have more to offer than just shirt-based bits i swear i promise
1: (laughs) i'd offer a shirt-based bit but i'm wearing a spider-man shirt and Uh, uh, like what could i do quippy uh we're already kind of quippy
0: (laughs) yeah you could you could be the doppelganger spider-man he came back just recently (laughs) so you'd just have to be a gross monster with multiple arms oh no i know that'd be difficult (laughs) <laughs> but yes, everyone, we actually do have news this week. This actually ended up being quite a fruitful week for news because it was Star Wars celebration. It was a bunch of stuff this week.
1: Ooh, it was.
0: I guess we'll start things off with probably one of the biggest pieces that uh, hit early on in the week. And it's actually kind of a positive piece of news. I wasn't sure what to think about this. I know Matt and myself had been very... Uh, very kind of hesitant about this because we didn't like the idea of having to get another app but uh disney plus finally unveiled its uh price point its release date and uh, actually a lineup of some of the shows it's going to have and to our surprise it's only going to be 6.99 american so very affordable in the grander scheme of apps
1: considering what i pay for like some of my other like video streaming apps it's very affordable and as well the things they're offering like are really intriguing and enticing and that's just not 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 including their original things
0: absolutely it's things too where it's like hey guys remember that whole fox acquisition we have the simpsons now we can give you like the first 30 seasons of the simpsons you know a show that still gets better ratings than anything else in reruns than most brand new shows get
1: yeah, that, that would actually, like, that was when I heard that, I'm like, okay, this, this is serious because I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time, and because of the quality drop off yeah. uh, here and there throughout the seasons, but like, knowing that I could, it's perfect.
0: I still pop in my Simpsons DVDs, you know, like season three to nine is still probably Mm -hmm. some of the finest comedy television ever written that that is just endlessly rewatchable. And hell, I'll even defend the later stuff from the teen episode or from the teen seasons. I think actually there's some good quality there. I know people will argue with me about them, but man, if I can do my own thing where it's like, yep, I'm just going to keep watching Simpsons up till the point I stopped, I'll do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: You also got all, like, the Disney after, not all the Disney Afternoon stuff, but they got DuckTales. I'm sure they'll get the other stuff eventually.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it'll all sort of come come together. I'm wondering as well, like, since obviously we have Marvel now um, and they're doing their own thing, I wonder if we'll get, like, all the Marvel TV shows. So, like, Earth's mm-hmm. Mightiest Heroes, Wolverine and the X-Men.
0: That would be uh, nice.
1: The, the 90s X-Men.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, too, because now we got the Fox deal, too. I'm sure you can get, like, X-Men and X-Men Evolution and all that stuff as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah. I would be totally on board for that. Uh, but yeah, the, the fact that it's a 6.99 price point, the fact that they're releasing with all this new stuff and, like, all this old stuff that I really want to see and really want to stream again... Mm -hmm. like you got your star wars in there too they're gonna have the whole series of that day one this went from like oh i should probably get that to no i should really get that now
1: yeah yeah it the star wars was like a big big thing for me as well because it's like it's the apparently the original films as well not sure whether there'll be original theatrical releases or those 2011 ones but like the fact that they have them all there is really cool and apparently they're all in like hdr and 4k yeah,
0: so the best quality that's version cool. of them to stream with that's yeah. that's pretty sweet also too, the fact that they do have all these new marvel shows now matt we can write it off as a business expense no we needed this <laughs> we needed these things for work so we can stay up to date on everything they're doing like the falcon and winter soldier show which actually got like a logo that's happening that's real
1: yeah. And it did, did you did you guys did you see um uh Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackey's reaction to this?
0: No, I missed it. What was it?
1: It's like it, it completely likes, like, okay, this one's the straight guy and this one's like the comedic guy. <laughs> it's like Anthony Mackey's like, Oh my god, this is so amazing and, and, and the Sebastian Stan on, on Instagram just goes, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
0: wonder who the straight man is of this comedic <laughs> duo. Okay. <laughs> I wonder, too, you know, where's this show going to pick up and everything there? You know, is uh, Bucky still going to be living in Wakanda during this? Is he still going to be the White Wolf? Is that going to be the backdrop of this?
1: Yeah, very interesting. And it's even better because Feige has confirmed that, like, these shows will feed into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and even affect it as well as, like, the movies affect the show as well.
0: So, you know, everything you wanted from those street-level Netflix Marvel shows but didn't really ever get yeah which that's pretty goddamn huge we got that that seems to be the furthest along because that one has an actual logo then we got the one mm-hmm. division show which i think a lot of people are already jumping to the conclusion oh it's going to be based on tom king's vision run isn't it
1: yeah and it's called one division
0: yeah one division <laughs> which is a weird name but i'm like all right i'll take
1: it <laughs> yeah one division that's so strange
0: <laughs> it's like technicolor <laughs> <laughs> well, will they be fusing together will Division be a brand new character of them fused into one <laughs> also too hey if they're doing this let's uh let's take some reference from children's crusade huh and all those other classic stories maybe maybe get reference to the kids wouldn't that be something maybe maybe mm. plant some seeds for a little house of m perhaps
1: Ooh, yeah they've got all these they could do a House of M as well, so so easily now. Um, <laughs> Matt, th- yeah, that,
0: that's what Wanda discovers in this series. Hey, Vision, <laughs> I did that twenty three in me. Turns out I'm actually a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> I got my results back today. Turns out I'm a mutant. Whatever that means.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's a mutant?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Let's spend six uh, expensive episodes f- figuring that out. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a Loki show too
1: mm-hmm that 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 sounds very interesting again tom hiddleston's coming back uh I'm intrigued to see what the tone will be yeah for cause, that show
0: because again they're making it sound like well it's not just gonna be him this is gonna be loki through the ages so you might see kid loki and you might see lady loki and you might see all these mm-hmm. other different loki's creepy old man loki
1: yeah yeah so they could i'm intrigued to see as well like whether they're gonna play it like like a, a straight comedy where he's kind of like narrating these parts of his life, and he's like because he's the god of mischief, he's like embellishing like the stories of how it actually happened and stuff like that. So we get like retellings of the Thor movies mm. from his point of view, like that scene in Thor Ragnarok. Uh,
0: and then I killed ten frost giants with my giant donger. <laughs> mm, I don't think that happened, Loki. Shut up, who's telling the story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then also a series of animated what if shorts, which that actually sounds really friggin' interesting.
1: Yeah, the first episode is gonna be the Peggy Carter what if about what if she becomes Captain America.
0: Which is something people have been saying since that Peggy Carter show, where it's like, man, she's really talented and really got her shit together. Why, did, why didn't they just give her the super soldier serum? <laughs> <laughs> oh because then the movie yeah. have been over <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh very very intriguing especially because she appeared recently in exiles that exact yeah. uh one that they're going to be doing and as well i think with these animated shows is i think they're also getting back the actors and actresses that played those characters That's as well cool.
0: and also like also answers the question well what makes these different than the hulu animated ones because we have the actors involved oh okay yeah <laughs> i wonder well i guess because they're what ifs we don't have to but I'm like well, will we be seeing any crossover between these and the hulu shows
1: uh if they're successful
0: and speaking of hulu too someone actually brought this up on twitter and i'm glad they did between this disney plus thing between hulu and between espn plus disney now holds like the biggest stake in streaming of any company which should really come as no surprise to anyone and uh you can get each one individually but apparently at the press conference for disney plus they did float around the idea of getting you to like uh, pay slightly less if you get all three together as part of a package
1: yeah and i think they also mentioned that like oh you don't have to pay monthly you could pay for a whole year and i'm like that really like speaks to me i like doing that sort of stuff so i don't have to pay monthly
0: that's what i do for my playstation plus it sounds about the same and that's basically what they're saying look pay 6.99 a month or pay 6.95 or 69.95 in one lump sum yeah they also said the app will be coming to all tablets phones devices and yes they're working out deals with playstation right now which is good because my playstation 4 is the entertainment hub of my living room Mm -hmm. everything is hooked up into that i really like being able to watch things off my playstation
1: yeah yeah that that's game changing as well if they can do all that sort of stuff and get it all out around the time they actually launch the thing in november
0: yeah which is not that far away all things considered now no. because you and i come from canada and australia respectively they've been sure to be like all right sorry s- s- sorry ozzy sorry you snow canuck monkeys you don't get it till a year later if that
1: <laughs> well here they 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 had, like, a roadmap, but it was, like, really confusing. It was. Because cause it, it seemed to it seemed to imply that we're both getting it, like, at launch or, like, not long after launch. Yeah. But then also, like, it also implied that, oh, we'll probably get it within that year, within, before the end of this year or yeah. the start of next year. The, it was so strange.
0: The wording, I think, was purposely misleading because companies do this all the time to make it vague and confusing to try and trick consumers. Yeah. So they say, "Oh, well, uh, you know, uh uh U- U- or North America USA gets it first and then, you know, uh the rest of North America later." And I'm like, Canada's fucking in North America. What are you? Just, just say America gets it first, and then and then like Mexico's down there too. It's like, what about us? Like, well, you know, Latin America and and and, and Australia. You're in there with Pacific Asia too, and you know, we'll, we'll get to you eventually. And just da, 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 da. <laughs> and I'm like, fine, whatever. I'll wait. At least you're actually telling me when it's coming here. Unlike the DC Universe <laughs> app, where it's like, when's that coming to Canada? <laughs>
1: Uh, sometime we don't know <laughs> they
0: they were all gung-ho about talking about that then they just stopped
1: yeah yeah and it was right around the time everyone sort of it was kind of lukewarm on titans kind of strange that how about that the boy doom patrol is good <laughs> <laughs> boy is it ever
0: <laughs> like doom patrol is almost worth it i don't know if it's worth getting the whole app for just that and young justice but you know we're, we're not talking about that we're talking about this app yeah, <laughs> one, one app at a time one question they did not answer and i wish they did is it like netflix to the point where i can like have a couple people on my account or mm. do i need to get people other accounts because i know my mom will want a piece of this and my mom's on my netflix right now because you know you can get mm-hmm. like little things if you pay yeah, a certain yeah. amount i hope that's the case
1: i i, I would imagine they'd be qu- limiting their market if they did didn't have like only one account per person. I'd imagine they may, maybe you pay like like a couple of dollars more and you yeah. get like you can you can have it stream on three screens yeah, if, at you, the same time or something.
0: If you get the silver account yeah yeah and i'm sure everyone's either knows a person who does this or is the person who's the victim of this you you give your netflix password out to one person and before you know it (laughs) everyone in your family is piggybacking on your netflix (laughs) and then you get and then you get into a fight with that person over thanksgiving and then they turn off the netflix and it's like oh so that's how it's gonna be huh now that's that's how you're gonna play (laughs) me well fine i can get my own goddamn netflix in the first 60 days are free (laughs) and it takes it right out of my paypal and that's how i get paid working on the internet so it's fine (laughs) i'll start being a guy who pays for my own netflix (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i hope they do something similar because i could see that being like a boneheaded disney idea that they have to eventually work out to be like oh people people like being able to go on this as a family huh you don't say
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but uh yeah real Real strong stuff they seem to be offering right out of the gate and promising as of day one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of that's superhero Marvel stuff. A lot of that is Star Wars stuff, which we will talk about later on. We just had a couple more stories I wanted to work through before we eventually uh, turned over to the Star Wars portion of the news, which I feel will be the rest (laughs) of the show. (laughs) But uh, some other stuff that ended up coming out this week... uh, Marvel very strangely and out of the blue on their Twitter feed announced a possible new summer event coming in July, and it's called Acts of Evil.
1: Yeah, I really wish they did this like closer to the end of War of Realms.
0: <laughs> uh, I know, right? I always hate it when they do. That's like don't don't tell me about the next one when we're still in the middle of this one. <laughs> Now, the font, too, and just the acts of obviously led a bunch of hardcore Marvel fans, myself included, to believe, oh, is this a sequel-slash-updating of the old Acts of Vengeance event from back in the day? Do you remember what Mm. Acts of Vengeance was about there, Matt? Uh,
1: Vaguely. Vaguely.
0: Acts of Vengeance, if you needed a refresher, was a really clever concept that i really wish marvel would have kept doing basically it's all the biggest villains get together and say look we have had no luck fighting our own heroes individually so let's trade
1: <laughs>
0: so hey magneto how about you go fuck with spider-man for a bit and hey kingpin how about uh, you go mess with the x-men for a bit <laughs> let's see how that works
1: so if this, if this could definitely be a sequel i'd lo- i'd love it if it was like Turned on its head where it's like, the heroes decide to switch, switch up villains. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and to be like, all right, who who, who would fit better in that mold?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that that would be funny. I would like that. But yeah, acts of evil. A lot of people, too, were very quick to say, oh, doesn't that sound very close to, uh, what is it, DC's uh, Villains Month or Year of the Villain that is also happening around the same time? Mm-hmm the answer is yeah probably again we, we we kind of know what year of the villain is about we don't really know what acts of evil is about
1: yeah and also like but for the last couple of months Marvel and DC have basically been like kind of doing the same thing
0: yeah I mean just look at Avengers there for a little bit when it's like oh god when it's like <laughs> Scott Jason are you two just looking at each other's papers no there, there was
1: a moment there where there, there was like okay this is literally happening in this other book by like a completely different company and a different rider what's going on
0: you're having a story about atlantis but he's having a story about atlantis you're having a story about <laughs> space giants but he's having a story about space giants too <laughs> guys but you know we, we've broken off now we have stories about dimensional imps and stories about vampires <laughs> now that that could still change though the vampires could also go to other dimensions and maybe the six-dimensional imps are actually vampires so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they could still change, but uh yeah, that's Acts of Evil. I, I, I kind of feel like me and people like me wished this event into the ether because we've been talking about it forever, being like, <laughs> "Man, remember Acts of Vengeance? They should do something with that."
1: Your like midnight rituals in, in like the cemeteries paid off. <laughs> oh,
0: finally, all that goat's blood I drank—they finally did it. <laughs> Man, wish I had just written that story. Maybe they could have paid me for it. <laughs> instead of the nothing that I'm getting now. And our next story here, Matt, uh, is something I didn't think we'd talk about because I've kind of written off the show, but talking about it let me be a bit of a stinker online, and, you know, I always love the opportunity to do that. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Ian Glenn, who is an actor everyone probably knows from Game of Thrones, he plays Jorah Mormont, probably one of my favorite characters. Uh, Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. actually comes back tonight as we record this. In fact, I think it's on right now. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I never watch anything when it's new anymore, but uh, it was announced officially that he has been cast to be Batman in Season 2 of Titans.
1: Uh, Yeah, okay, whatever.
0: A lot of people were quick to say, but isn't he too old for that role? To which I responded, yeah, you're right, you know, you wouldn't want a Batman that's too old for the role, that would just seem out of place. But oh wait, this is the Teen Titans show where they murder people and swear all the time and everything is wrong, so I'm sure an old Batman won't seem out of place <laughs> in a show where literally everything else is wrong and out of place.
1: Yeah, 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 and, and, and in the universe where the Batman is uh, being portrayed as like an old uh, like killer yeah basically <laughs>
0: so there you go
1: yeah perfect casting in that regards
0: <laughs> it, it's a very titan's decision is what it is <laughs> the sad thing is is that they turned around that season two so quickly i'm sure none of like the goodwill from like doom patrol will seep into it and be like oh well, maybe we should do it this way or not
1: yeah yeah it, yeah i don't have really any hope for season two of it because it happens like almost immediately after season one finished they're like okay we're in production they there was like none of that buffer time where they can be like okay people like doom patrol so let's like move in that direction yeah.
0: guess not
1: <laughs> Nope. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what you do for season three? Uh, you kill off this grim, dark, shitty, unlikable cast, and then you kind of do what they did in the comics for a little bit. It's like, okay, here's four new Teen Titans is what it is, and they're, like, very different, and then you build from there.
1: There you go. That's the only way. You need, you need to shoot Dick Grayson in the head, and he's go become Rick Grayson, who in a weird act of reversal is actually a good character. Yeah, wow, holy shit. <laughs>
0: Man, speaking of Rick Grayson, I was looking at the covers for uh 4 year of the villain and what's going to be happening there. So, by July, he's still going to be fucking Rick Grayson for some reason. But <laughs> but you know what villain they're bringing back? Who? They're bringing back Talon, but not just any Talon, the original Talon from Night of Owls who we found out that that Talon is actually like Dick Grayson's like great great grandfather or some shit. Oh. I hope that no. talent just slapped the shit out of him. It's like, no, your name is Dick. Stop being stupid. <laughs> Cobb. That was his name. William Cobb. Yeah. yeah. I hope Cobb just slaps the shit out of his mouth. It's like, hey, hey, idiot. Remember who you are. <laughs> I'm your great great grandfather. I-, I have spoken. <laughs> uh but yeah that's that, that that's your batman news everyone and uh, from there i guess we can finally head on over to the real the the real meat and potatoes the real main course of this week's news and whoa it's getting really nasty out there with thunder and lightning ooh,
1: ooh they, they, they 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 know you're missing game of thrones joe
0: they know look if you look if if some really like unexpected editing tricks happens between here and now it's because <laughs> i lost the show everyone due to lightning but uh yeah star wars celebration was this week which kind of took me by surprise i knew it was happening but it wasn't until i woke up late and saw the trailer buzz that it really hit me and because i know matt is the biggest star wars fan in the world this is the portion of the show where i shut up and just give the show over to him and let him talk for the next 20 minutes so matt get to it (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, well let's talk about like the bigger biggest uh reveal of the the show which was the episode nine trailer yeah
0: um
1: which i watched live because i watched the live stream and i nice. for one for one was really surprised i actually streamed it live because i think last last year they like cut the feed and like at mm. the same time posted it online um but yeah th- this trailer was pretty damn good be damn good first trailer looks like a
0: fun awesome adventure action movie i like the bit with ray uh kind of you know facing down uh the speeder there and then to have a bunch of people recut it and be like oh this is basically like shot for shot like uh north by northwest
1: yeah yeah it pretty much is yeah i i thought that was cool the only the only like discrepancy i have is like obviously she's got like the lightsaber back and in mm-hmm. the last movie it got ripped in half yeah uh at the crystal and i was like uh ah, shouldn't like her lightsaber be like kylo ren's now like all like crackly and stuff because he's got a broken crystal in his she's got a broken crystal in hers
0: well she has all those jedi techs so maybe it told her hey go get new <laughs> kyber crystals here this is how you fix it it's it's all there in the manual matt she has the jedi manual she, she, she
1: got that jedi glue that like fixes the crystals and everything
0: that real that real good <laughs> glue that's only secreted that, by a certain that flex alien. tape, oh, <laughs> that flex tape. <laughs> all about that good that good good flex tape is what that is uh we got to see lando we got to see billy yeah D.
1: yeah ro- rocking his uh solo costume
0: love that i love that that's a thing it's like no i never got rid of this outfit after all these years <laughs> i look amazing in it
1: I like to think he's still got it, like, tailored to fit, like, his bigger body now. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a bigger and older body, so he's, like, he, he just kept that shirt. I hope he kept that other shirt that uh, Glover wore at the end yeah. of Solo that had, like, the little, like, ships on it. Yeah. Which,
0: again, people were quick to cut it to where it's like, you no, know, am I ever going to get my ship back over my dead body?
1: Well. <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of got it back now.
0: <laughs> Boy, that th- that line seemed one-off and unimportant until it did. <laughs> How's, uh, how's Lando going to deal with all these porgs on his ship, Matt? That's what I want to know. Oh,
1: no. Oh, Chewy ate them all. Yeah, Chewy ate all the porgs. Mm.
0: <laughs> oh, eat some, like, potato chips. You have one porg. You can't stop there. You got to eat all the porgs. <laughs> oh, you're all um, greasy with pork juice.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, this trailer had some, like, really great shows. Had, a, like, a really cool narration by Luke. Yeah. Uh, basically, kind kind of, like like undoing the message of the last movie which is like kill the past yeah. like let it die where he's like no the past never dies it's yeah. never really gone
0: also <laughs> also Ryan Johnson isn't directing anymore he's working on his own Star Wars trilogy and we're back to JJ J. Abrams and again yeah I I kind of also have to go mm that doesn't feel right cuz you and I I think we're in agreement we genuinely liked the message of the last Jedi yeah for Star Wars to continue both in a literal sense and in a figurative sense they can't all be about the skywalker family anymore again star wars is this huge amazing all-encompassing universe but we follow the same six characters and the kids of the same six characters all the goddamn time
1: yeah yeah so it, it it's very strange though in, in saying that it makes sense because they've gone on record multiple times to say there's been no plan for these movies like mm. they've had i think like bare bones like this will happen in this film right. but other than that there's no like huge plan which is probably to the film's detriment
0: (laughs) yeah that they seem to be making these up on the fly but then again there's also the thing too we're hearing where it's like after this one star wars is gonna slumber for a little bit which i'm assuming that means because they're working out the next phases and what the next trilogies are gonna be and hopefully they think it through a little harder
1: yeah and if that means as well stuff like the mandalorian and tv stuff can get the focus then yeah, i'm all for that that's a
0: good idea actually my my theory though going into this one and, and again we haven't even talked about the name yet it's called rise of the skywalker or rise of skywalker is there a thud mm-hmm.
1: um i think so no yeah. i don't think so
0: okay yes it is rise of the skywalker there is a the yeah. in there which is a really weird fucking title that doesn't really roll off the tongue. It's like, my theory that I was running with. And again, you can, you can tell me if this is just crazy tinfoil hat time or not. Skywalker, is what they're essentially going to be calling their Jedi version 2s, mm-hmm. where if you are a Force user, you, you're you a Skywalker. Now, we're all Skywalkers. We're all part of the same family. Maybe even Rey, as you said on Twitter, maybe she takes the name as kind of like, you know, a homage to her teacher and everything and kind of keeps you know his message and his goodwill going in defiance of kylo ren who was the villain and who did utter the now famous line you know let the past die kill it if you have to yeah he had some valid points that even us as fans can be like yeah he's on to something but he was at the end of the day a villain was he not and maybe ray's like her journey could be no we don't have to kill everything from the past keep what works get rid of what doesn't
1: yeah, well, as well as that, like her taking the name Skywalker as uh, sort of a substitute for a Jedi. Yeah. Um, also, like, 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 really, like insults Kylo because he he technically is a Skywalker. Yeah. But he went against that and everything and fell back to the dark side. Um, you gave so yeah, up the name. Kind...
0: I'm taking it back.
1: Exactly, yeah, I, I'm going to make this name mean something now again, something good again.
0: Yeah, and it further ties into the thing, too, where it's like, you know, you know, well, who who was the last Jedi in the movie The Last Jedi? Well, the fact is there were many more Jedi after
1: that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: And again, to keep the idea that she literally has the Jedi text now, I think that would be fun to where it's like, all right, we'll keep that, we'll amend that, we'll get rid of that <laughs> How about Jedi can love and Jedi can marry? We can put that in there now. we're not just a bunch of weird creepy Catholic monks all right then that's changed. Well, see,
1: see that that was one of the things I liked in the the uh the last Jedi, which a lot of people didn't really like, and because I don't think they really understood where what Ryan was trying to say, whereas like. Where he has that line where Luke says, like, the Jedi are arrogant. It's like, yeah, they, they really were. They were so arrogant they couldn't see a fucking Sith Lord under their nose Literally and everything.
0: living and sleeping next to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they were so arrogant and full of themselves. Whereas this new Jedi Order that Rey might be setting up called Skywalkers or whatever she decides to call it has a chance to sort of start over and do everything right again like as you just said like they can marry have family actually have emotions and stuff like that
0: (laughs) amendment number two be sure to check and see if sith are in our ranks because the sith are always reborn in the jedi ranks over and over again (laughs) <laughs> let's let us have a yearly evaluations to make sure no one is secretly a sith <laughs>
1: yeah, we need to do auditing sessions yeah really <laughs> now the church of scientology
0: exactly it's like so uh about that dark side huh how you feel about that eh, eh? uh i i i feel good but oh dang it you got me
1: <laughs>
0: okay you don't get to be in the club anymore <laughs> you might be secretly evil uh, speaking of secretly evil and Sith in our ranks, there we got to hear uh, Ian Mc. Uh, what was that? I was almost going to call him Ian McDermott, but that's not his name.
1: <laughs> Ian McDermott.
0: I- Ian McDermott, Yeah, there. M- yeah, D- Dermot. He's Dermott Mulrooney. Yeah, but yeah, Ian McDermott, <laughs> b- back again doing the Emperor laugh. So potentially the Emperor is going to be in this too now.
1: Oh, oh, he is. JJ Abrams confirmed that he is oh, cool. in the film. Of course, we don't know how. Exactly. It could be, like, a voice, a hologram. I have a theory that, like, everyone thinks he's going to come back alive, but I think he's going to be one of those creepy red robots that were in, like, Shattered Empire and Battlefield Ooh, 2 that, like, that project thing. his face that's cool. and everything. I think that, that he might be something like that. Um, but, yeah, that, that's so, so cool, and it kind of makes sense that it's all sort of, like, tying it back in um to like the prequel stuff and the original trilogy stuff and even more so because we get to see the wreckage of the death star 2
0: that's pretty fun Uh, which again in the back of my head i'm like no let the past die kill it but the death star 2 is so
1: cool what's even better is that that's like an unused concept from episode 7 because in episode 7 they're all gonna have uh Uh, The character who would become Rey, like, diving into the wreck of the Death Star 2 for something, we don't know what. So I'm guessing they're bringing that plot point back in this film.
0: Yeah, you were saying in general there was a lot of scenes here that looked like they were reused from episode 7.
1: Yeah, yeah, or like, yeah, the concepts of them and everything, yeah, really cool.
0: Yeah, kind of a smart idea. My my, my genuine hope is that, you know, they keep truer to a lot of the good ideas from The Last Jedi and that this trailer might Mm -hmm. actually be something of a swerve because you know it's it's all, all, all the regular offenders all the let's be generous and call them internet piss babies who have cultivated <laughs> a cult and brand around the hating of Star Wars and its current direction they they were all shut the hell up about this trailer weren't they
1: yeah yeah
0: I mean, I'm sure it's only a matter of time. I, don't, I haven't been on YouTube yet today. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we uh, start to see videos with titles like, Is the Rise of the Skywalker already doomed? Has the trailer already ruined the franchise? No. No. <laughs> Dark. Dark. Short, short answer, no. Long answer, no and shut up. <laughs> but I know you won't because, again, as we've seen, hating Star Wars has become a very profitable cottage industry. matt let's start our own cottage industry liking star wars
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh i don't know whether that'll take off joe i don't
0: know man it's it's a bold (laughs)
1: sell it's a bold
0: new direction no one's ever tried it before liking a thing (laughs) but yeah that's uh that was that piece of news there uh that was the trailer looks cool i'm excited i like that it's gonna be a christmas movie again
1: yeah, I, I like that Star Wars is, is Christmas. They, they they should have just let Solo be, like, last year's Christmas film. Yeah. I think it would have benefited greatly from it.
0: Agreed. I think we can all agree on that. People are free. People want to do stuff. Star Wars is such a beautiful franchise because it bridges so many gaps between so many generations. They've all had their Star Wars, and I think it's cool that we can all come together in the spirit of the season and share the Force together. <laughs> And in, and in a million years from now, when, when all the lore and history have fused together, they'll be like, yes, and on Earth, millions of years ago, people came together on December 25th to uh, celebrate the birth of Luke Skywalker, who gave them the Force <laughs> Bible, which was the largest religion on Earth at the time, so say our records. <laughs> <laughs> like like that bit in the Orville there when they're like, ah, yes, they, they used crude shorthand, which we have deciphered. <laughs> but yeah, there's, I'm excited yeah. for it. It looks good. I'm happy about it. But then again, I was always going to be happy about it
1: yeah it looks so damn awesome
0: yeah because i do not live and die by the success or not success of star wars i <laughs> i take them as a fun movie that i get to see sometimes
1: and sometimes yeah. i
0: don't like it but a lot of the time i do yeah <laughs> uh, now uh, what else did we want to talk about next because there was a lot of star wars news
1: Um, well, you can talk briefly about the Star Wars game that got announced.
0: Yeah, again, you know, my my general consensus when it comes to games is no gameplay, no hype, but, you know, they had a trailer, finally, which is a nice change of pace from, like, the last, like, what, five years where there's been nothing?
1: Yeah, a trailer for uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the new uh, next generation, or this generation as well, uh, single player, apparently, um... Melee focused... uh, rpg star wars game mm-hmm. um and it's about a jedi who is in hiding during uh after order 66 uh he gets found out they send the inquisitors after him yeah. and yeah that's where he plays it was really cool as well seeing after reading like charles soul's star wars book mm. seeing the inquisitors that he made yeah that's um good introduced into this game like the second sister i thought that was pretty cool
0: it's nice to see the canon paying off they the like no the comics are important canon look it's getting represented everywhere in fact
1: we yeah. get purge troopers
0: later on which charles soul also invented and was also happy yep. about
1: yeah yeah purge troopers uh, all this really cool stuff it does look pretty cool but again i'm like ah it's ea i know it's respawn who did like titanfall and the recent really good apex legends but yeah. It's fucking EA. They haven't like done anything to warrant me wanting to pre-order this or like wanting to really get hyped about it.
0: <laughs> it's it's EA's Arkham Razor. Anything they can fuck up, they will fuck up.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like how how are they going to do that? They yeah, they say there's no microtransactions, but like yes. you can't you can't like do something and then fix it and then expect praise for it. No, you still really fucked kidding. it up in the first place. <laughs>
0: and, and I really don't like this, like, you know, like weird idea and this weird, like, you know, consensus that's online where it's like, well, if you if you want to see, you know, good, strong single player experiences, you know, continue to come out in the gamosphere, you, you have to buy Star Wars Fallen Order right away. Because we're EA and we say you hacked, it's like, well, what about Sekiro and Devil May Cry and The Witcher and all these other games that have come out that have been strong single-player focused, no DLC, no frills bullshit, that has been really popular and really uh, sold well. Yeah, well, those weren't EA, though, so, you know, if you only care about Star Wars, you have to be sure to buy this and only other EA games.
1: Yeah, and also, it's a single-player game. You don't have to rush out and buy it Mm. because there's no multiplayer for you to, like, fall behind on or whatever. You could just buy it at your your pace, you know?
0: Consume our product, buy it now, and then be excited (laughs) for more product. We're EA. (laughs) Yeah. again anytime you buy something from ea it really does feel like you're getting into a relationship with like an abusive accent it's like well they hit me last time but maybe this time will be different
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it was strange well like when i said like the exact same thing on on twitter like like it's ea just you know gird yourselves everyone's like oh no but they've earned our respect because of like battlefront and i'm like Did you not realize that Battlefront was full of microtransactions? Did you not? And only because like the law got involved that they had to take them out because
0: the complaining was so epic and on such a scale. Do you also not remember the PR was so bad for Battlefield that Disney actually talked about getting involved, where they're like, "All right, you're actually hurting the Star Wars brand now. We will take this away from you if you don't fix (laughs) it to satisfaction."
1: Yeah, and it, it makes me also question because they actually had another single player Star Wars game uh, being developed by Um Visceral before they yes. cancelled it and like shuttered Visceral. And, and so like
0: cannibalized Visceral as they cannibalize every great company that
1: they acquire. So like this single player game got made, but that one didn't. But like why? Like what? What that that like raises so many questions. Like oh, okay really then, doesn't. what's going on with this one? <laughs>
0: Also, too, you know, the, these games look a little similar in a lot of ways. You know, kind of Star Wars, but the grungier side of Star Wars. And, ooh, parkour looks to be a big part here because there's the bit where you see our Jedi Padawan, like, doing d- d- doing the video game wall run that so many video mm-hmm. game characters do. But, oh, I have the force to pull me closer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I think, it, yeah, it's taking... Taking inspiration from other game, other single play games, good single play games yeah. like God of War, uh, Sekiro, all those ones, but yeah, kind of got to wonder like, like why couldn't they just do something a bit different? <laughs>
0: Also, too, as an internet piss baby, when I saw him use the Force to pull himself closer to a a ledge, I just raged endlessly into the void. Because I don't like people reimagining Star Wars Force powers. Because I have a very (laughs) rigid idea of what these space wizard powers should be. Even though literally a bunch of the ones I reference were only invented in video games, but whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, one thing I'm really hoping is it doesn't turn out like that shit show that was... uh the force unleashed that game was mm. terrible it was terror terrible it, like use of force powers and like yeah. making the character like i am basically a god even though it doesn't make any sense in the context of the universe
0: people people still love that series which of have because it's
1: edgy it's it, it's like it's like video game red hood
0: yeah you know I, I i say you know people love that series it's only two games and in fact hey when i saw this trailer the worst thing i'll say about it, it's like hmm this main character is a bit of an angsty boy i'm getting a real star killer vibe off this i hope that's not you for the whole game
1: I hope. I hope not. I, I. 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 don't think so. Mainly because they actually got an actual actor to play the. They got the guy who plays uh the Joker on the Gotham to play the the character. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Oh, he's a talented guy. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, you know, as as interested as I am in Fallen Order, because hey, it's a new big budget Star Wars game. What's not to love? In the back of my head, I'm like, hmm. I would have liked it if I could have made my own character.
1: Mm, yeah i i that's something that i'm surprised they haven't done for a star wars game like you can make your own character like and you get all these races although that although that's that that's leading into like the whole ea thing is that you get all these races but the good ones are all locked and you have to buy them you want to be a twilight that'll cost 12.99 you
0: want to be a Chiss? that's (laughs) (laughs) 18.99 you want to be a Wookiee? that's a that's a 20.
1: hey the mmo old republic does that so, yeah, I wouldn't put him past it.
0: That's the other thing, too, where it's like, oh, new Star Wars game. Awesome. This looks cool. But it's not a new Knights of the Old Republic, so
1: <laughs> So i Would not... you even want a new Old Knights of the Old Republic from Bioware, the people responsible for Mass Effect, Andromeda, and Anthem?
0: <laughs> I mean, if they were actually allowed to do their jobs for once and not have to rush out a product to meet shareholder things, if they were actually allowed to make art again—
1: That won't ever happen. They're they're owned by EA.
0: Again, you you signed away your right to make art the second you signed on the dotted line.
1: (laughs) For a billion-year contract. And it's crunch time
0: again, motherfuckers. Get crunching. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: That's sad again too, you know with with anthem the way it's going and yeah you mentioned mass effect andromeda i worry to the point where it's like is bioware even gonna be here in the next couple of years or will this be another sad story of another once great Ooh. studio that ea killed
1: but bioware is there in name only to get the people who unlike us aren't in the know it's like oh bioware made those really fantastic you know dragon age games and the first mass effect games you know, I guess the, the, to get the doctors those people had
0: already left yeah
1: yeah yeah it's just like a husk
0: you name all well, where did the doctors go after they left did they start another uh, company that's usually how it goes
1: i i know one of them one of the guys behind mass effect retired i think
0: right
1: i'm not sure about the other ones
0: yeah because i guess they've been making games for a long time yeah Hey, what about Obsidian? Obsidian's doing pretty good these days with the Outer World. Maybe Obsidian can make our Star Wars RPG. That'd be fun. I like New Vegas. I like those South Park RPGs they made.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were pretty good.
0: Yeah, they they were pretty good. Give, give fucking give them the Star Wars license. They probably won't because they're like they don't have enough money. They they can't afford it. Yeah. Only
1: yeah, they're peasants. <laughs> yeah,
0: only a massive mega corp like EA could afford this license. <laughs> then Obsidian will be like, fine, we'll make our own Star Wars with blackjack and hookers. That's what the outer world is. We'll make our own Fallout. <laughs> and then we'll really spite you with it to be like the original creators of Fallout. <laughs> Uh but uh yeah, so that, that that was the video game news there. We'll probably talk about this more as we get closer and we see more footage of it. hmm Uh what else did you have, Matt, in the big Star Wars celebration rollout?
1: We got a new trailer and a bunch of new info for the Clone Wars. Season yeah. seven.
0: Which you know what? I remember when I heard they were doing another season of Clone Wars, it was like when uh when Rebels was just wrapping up and I was kind of cold on the because 'cause I'm like, oh, Oh, we're we're doubling back now. All right. I mean, I guess you had more ideas. The, what that that cynicism was put to rest when I actually saw the trailer. Because I'm like, oh, oh, these are actually some stories pretty worth telling. Because it's more about Ahsoka now. It's more about Rex. It's more about the characters that we've actually been following through this animated yeah. series.
1: Yeah, this is like this seems like it's going to be a definitive ending for the series Mm. and for a lot of these characters besides like Rex and that going on into Rebels and everything. Um, But yeah, the the season season six or season seven I'm not really sure because I don't know whether they count those lost episodes that Netflix made. I'm not too sure how it counts, but it's being made of three arcs: the Ahsoka's journey, the Bad Batch, and the Siege of Mandalore, and. What's really cool is they all look like they're feeding into each other. They do. So it looks like we have Ahsoka coming back, and then they go on to the Bad Batch stuff, which leads into the Ma- uh, Siege of Mandalore stuff. Uh, it looks awesome. It looks really cool. It looks like they- they've updated the-, the animation as well, because everything looks looks like so much better.
0: It looks really nice, and that's the other thing that got me, where it's like, oh, you've really mastered this technology now, and even just the storytelling potential and also i'm sure disney is more interested in now than ever to being like you know yo we got to fill the cracks of continuity now we've inherited this whole giant series what, what do you think we're not going to fill in the blanks on this one with everything we can
1: yeah yeah and i think these as well were like the because they like before when the show was originally uh finished and everything they did release like the unaired um Arcs, like I in remember. like animatics and stuff, uh, and that's what some of these sh- these are actually uh, from. It and i think they were like the most popular ones or like ones that people were actually wanted to see as well as like people like Dave filoni wanted to finish those stories right i
0: remember him saying at a convention where it's like yeah if we have got it another season you would have seen like uh, ahsoka going underground and basically becoming like a, yeah yeah like a a freedom fighter vigilante in the darker sides of the star wars Mm -hmm. streets and i'm like oh that sounds fun and then it's like oh you know here's the bad batch here's like a bunch of clone troopers that are kind of like half formed and everything
1: yeah, half formed and a, like an elite squad sort of thing. They they look really cool in that they trailer. Do. We only get to see a little bit of them, but they look really cool.
0: They really really do. And then of course, you know, uh the Siege of Mandalore. I'm sure that will be important too because we're getting the Mandalore show and it's like, well, how did we get from here to there? Well, we'll show you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they, they they'll I don't think they'll they'll bridge the gap mainly because it's like cartoons and live action. Yeah. Um but like, yeah, there probably will be things in there that will pay off in mandalorian or like things that will be referenced at least
0: it'll explain well, well how did the mandalorians go from this once proud amazing empire you know with this dynasty of elite fighters and everything to a bunch of like you know uh uh freaking bounty hunters trying to etch out an existence
1: yeah yeah very interesting i'm intrigued to see whether as well thanks to the reception of this like whether it does really well on on disney plus whether they'll maybe even do more uh, Clone Wars stuff, because they did have Because everyone was wondering what The arcs were going to be, because no one had any Confirmation of what they were yeah. And there's like heaps, there's like heaps of um They released heaps of those Animatics, so they there's did. like enough for like Another season where there's like One on Utapau, and then there's like one With like Boba Fett and Cad Bane and everything
0: yeah, they had a they had a lot of even, like, spec scripts. Again, Filoni says, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Paul Dini wrote us a script, uh, you know, that we're still sitting on.
1: Yeah, yeah, they had all these different scripts. So, um, I mean, I'll be intrigued as well to see, like, okay, they've done them. Could they, like, repurpose those scripts into, like, a new live-action show or a new animated show?
0: more rebels joel wants more rebels (laughs) show
1: us what happened next at the end of rebels you know you want to it's coming i imagine it is coming
0: that's probably going to be the next one like a couple years from now they'll call it like you know uh star wars rebels continuum or star wars rebels two or some shit
1: Or, or they'll feed rebels into resistance
0: that too that could, i could definitely see them doing that i have not caught up on resistance i need to sit down and catch up on resistance because you were telling me oh yeah we we get kylo ren we get this we got lots of cool shit
1: yeah yeah Well, like the last couple of episodes uh actually take place during like the force awakens and the last jedi oh so yes. like next season could be like post episode nine or between episodes eight and nine
0: right right yeah so that's cool yeah uh what else was there matt
1: or the the last big big bit of news was obviously the Mandalorian.
0: Yes, which they actually showed some footage of this show. If you were in attendance, or if you found a very good cam rip, you could see it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I found it, found it funny because I was watching the live stream and they didn't mention it. Like you couldn't record it, so like a bunch of people did it, and then like John Favreau is after is like, oh yeah, I was meant to tell you don't record that. And <laughs> everyone's like, oops, <laughs> you didn't tell us beforehand. Yeah, you you can't get mad at us, John. <laughs> uh yeah, but they they introduced us um to the cast. We got Pedro Pascal as he's called the Mandalorian. We don't actually have an actual name for his character. What, they just I, call him the Mandalorian.
0: Well, keeping with the very westernish nature of this this whole thing had like you know like great like sci-fi star wars music but it had like sergio leone shit like underscoring (laughs) like i'm gonna guess they are gonna call him the mandalorian because it's like the man with no name he's the space version of the man with no name
1: yeah he's just like yeah a lone gunfighter basically
0: that guy get me the mandalorian no not but the man you know the one
1: Yeah, um, we have Gina Carano uh, playing Cara Dune, who is apparently an ex-Rebel shock trooper.
0: Right, oh, muscly so. (laughs)
1: <laughs> she looks really cool she's got like this like like sleeveless armor and a big gun looks awesome laser uh,
0: gun. look matt i didn't yeah know, i didn't know big muscly gun toting gina carano in space was my particular <laughs> fetish now i do and my life will never be the same again
1: <laughs> uh we have carl weathers uh oh, you know coney himself um man. as as the old bounty hunter grief cargo
0: holy shit man you know carl weathers in the star wars universe matt mark my words this this is what's gonna get us through the next eight years this will help us heal as a nation this will bring us all together (laughs) carl weathers in star wars you some of you aren't ready for it if you haven't seen this footage you are not ready you need to take time and prepare yourself for carl weathers in star wars
1: yeah, yeah, he he looks so cool as well. He's he got does. like the dual blasters and big long coat and everything. His name um, is Grief. Yeah yeah, he he's like the leader of the um uh the, the bounty guild. hunter guild sort of thing. Um, but yeah, where we we did get to see a little bit of footage, uh, which we shouldn't have seen. But uh, oh. the the first bit was like a little sizzle reel about like like who they got for directing, and they got some really great directors like Taika watiti Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard, uh, the guy who was going to do Flash, the Rick Fuki, Fuki Na- Naga. Yeah, I know the guy. I can't I can't pronounce his last name. All um. Great. Uh, Dave Filoni's doing an episode, so there's like some pretty great talent behind the camera as well as in front of the camera. It Um, it looks
0: great. It looks Star Wars, but it also has its very own unique style to it. Like I said, it's a Western, it's a space Western. My favorite part is we see some stormtroopers here, but they're all filthy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like the Rogue One stormtroopers, where there's like dirt and just like shit smeared all over them. These they're guys they're, have they're not lived been in a
0: good time,
1: and, and what's even better is all those stormtroopers, or most of them, are actually uh, the Five O First, the fan group, um, because as. Cool. Uh, John said at the panel they needed – they had a scene where they needed more stormtroopers, but they only had a certain amount of costumes and access <laughs> to actors. So they, like, put the call out to, like, these guys and just told them to come in for something, and they got, like, like 40 of them. For this this one love one set, and he says, "What's even better is that like now all their costumes are screen used, so like the the authenticity has gone up, basically."
0: That's that's <laughs> such a great everybody wins thing. We get free yeah. labor, they get uh, screen used, they get to be <laughs> part of the thing they love so much. Everybody wins.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that's so cool. Um, another really cool thing. I don't know whether you saw it or not, because I don't I don't think it was like posted in a link or anything but um they did like a little like behind the scenes of like the ship that the mandalorian has the the razor crest Mm -hmm. and how they decided to build the model they built the model like they did like the old school x-wing models yes and then actually filmed it like those old school x-wing models in like a gimbal rig and everything looks so awesome
0: that is true. i did see that where it's like oh yeah and we built all the ships here by hand too
1: yeah yeah it looks like there's There's time and love put into the show and it shows.
0: Isn't it great that, you know, a show where, like, every episode probably costs over a million dollars that that went into practical effects and practical props and not everything exists in a computer?
1: Yeah, yeah. And it looks like... It looks good as well. There's, like... It's not like, um... Like how most of the Star Wars films are how they're, like, you could tell which is CGI and which isn't. Whereas, like, here, the actors have something to, like, go off of. They're not looking at, like... A guy with, like, a stick on his head with a ball on top of it or something.
0: Yeah. There's, true, like,
1: there's true. a guy in an actual Wookiee costume there and stuff like that.
0: Now, there was one actor we forgot to mention as well.
1: There is. <laughs> but by
0: all means, Matt, take uh, take the lead.
1: Well, the, well, there's actually a couple of actors because we also we they didn't tell us not to fi- they didn't tell the people not to film the big seven minute long clip. Mm-hmm. Um, that was basically like setting up the episode where the bounty hunter is going after someone or something, uh, and he's getting paid in in Beskar, which is like the Mandalorian medal. Um, and yeah, we get to see Werder Herzog in the Star Wars universe as like an imperial uh which i'm like i'm just like why is it taking this long to get word of it's, herself a star wars it's, film it's the role he was born to
0: play and i'm just <laughs> amazed that a guy like you know such an artsy fartsy film creator himself would want to do this but yeah he's, oh he,
1: he's done stuff like rick and morty and parks true. and rec and everything so he's, he's probably just down probably just down for it
0: <laughs> again it's it's hard to believe a guy like that who is just so deadpan would love something like star wars (laughs) i imagine in the interview process and it fills my heart with great joy to be (laughs) part of the star wars universe i love it very deeply so much i want to cut my own throat and then (laughs) and then write a happy letter in the blood that falls out of me
1: (laughs) uh that is certainly something he would say
0: He, he even gets, like, the little second part of it there, you know, the sizzle reel where he's talking about the Empire, being like, and we have improved every quadrant of space that we have been to, and, uh, you know, is, are you safer now after the rebellion? I do not think so. <laughs> and I'm like, god damn, you know, let, let this dude read the fucking phone book and it sounds great.
1: <laughs> Uh yeah, we we also got uh Giancarlo Esposito, the guy who played Gus Fring in yeah. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Uh and again as an Imperial who who flies a TIE fighter. Yeah. Um uh we also <laughs> this is like one of those moments is like, what the fuck's going on? They they got Bill Burr to play a, a bounty hunter who has like a shoulder cannon i'm like oh yes that's perfect and i hope he keeps his accent
0: yeah he's whining guy.
1: about yeah. everything
0: <laughs> Yeah, hey, my, my, my credits is hey, f- 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 fucking warp dry yeah.
1: we, uh, we, per- perfect
0: <laughs> we, should, we, we should kill that gungan and we should bury him under the prison is what we should do that's <laughs> what we should do yeah yep yeah. and that's how you do a bill burn impression, everyone hey you just get like this yeah what a what a weird wonderful eclectic cast they got of like really really talented performers
1: yeah and and just like just as well as the actors like just in that little clip we got to see like twi'lex and like i'm fairly certain the the bounty hunter protocol droid loom was there
0: that's what it looked
1: like um we saw dewbacks, we saw uh, a colloquial monkey lizard, uh, the thing that salacious crumb is being cooked on a spit.
0: I love that, uh, I'm like, you can eat salacious crumb, what does it taste like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it tastes like greed. <laughs>
0: it gives you the giggles every time you eat it. <laughs> it's good.
1: We saw dewbacks, we saw uh, sand crawlers, mm. uh Jawas all this really cool stuff and the action as well the little bits of action we saw and it looked so damn good
0: it was like really good high quality fighting and i'm like man this is this is winning me over this is ticking all my boxes
1: yeah if i didn't i wanted to get disney plus beforehand but like just this show alone would be like worth it
0: and it's gonna be their first day and you know part of me too in my own fan mind i'm like is this is this too dark and mature to be a star wars show you know should star wars maybe be aiming for more of a like all ages type thing and then i'm like well but it is the mandalorians and he is a bounty hunter and their shit's gonna be really violent and maybe this is just the part of the show we've seen for all we know he gets a comedically mismatched sidekick for all we know
1: well not only that it's a star Wars, it's a universe you can tell all sorts of stories you can have this story exist in the same universe where jar jar steps in the, in poopy. the poopy yeah exactly
0: <laughs> in fact i'm sure this mandalorian will kill a few Gunkins by the time it's all
1: over <laughs> maybe that will be his partner oh
0: there you oh yeah that's a shit uh, Misa, not jar jar misa someone completely <laughs> different <laughs> I, I do love the main Mandalorian guy, how he's just so exasperated, like he is really down on his luck, and everything just sucks so hard.
1: Yeah, and he's got to take all, like, shitty jobs, because they don't pay well, and then he get, And that's like a trope as well, it's like, oh, these jobs pay shitty, oh, we've got a job here that's very dangerous and very, you know, morally grey, and everything's out, oh, do it because yeah, i need the money
0: how very star wars is like oh god have you seen the price of fuel is going to gas up my ship
1: <laughs> yeah that's another thing i'm really intrigued because th- they say the show is set 5 years after uh return of the jedi and they 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 posit the fact that this is the the little bit in the universe probably in the 5 or 10 years between that and whenever the new republic took over where everything was just like the wild west again yeah so, so again like we're going to get to see like shit we don't really usually see where or even in the in these clips we see like the empire like stormtroopers are like mercs for hire yeah and stuff like that It's is so cool that they're like using the stuff from, that they've got given from the empire to like run little mercenary outfits and stuff like that i've al- so cool
0: i've always loved that concept and again it's just like in real yeah. life it's just like after world war Two where it's like there's there's going to be people and planets and everything who will swear that they were better under Imperial rule, and they're not yeah, just going to yeah. give
1: up. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see all of that.
0: Yeah. And I love that idea that, again, you know, Herzog's character is still, like, you know, keeping to the Imperial ideology, and it's like, dude, dude, it's mm-hmm. dead. It's like, one of you, you're like one of the guys who kept wearing gray <laughs> after the Civil War. It's done. A, the Empire will rise again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah it's, it, he's, like, he's like a... Is like the version of the Nazi that goes to like, Argentina. Uh, like um, Argentina, like wherever he is in the Star Wars universe. That's like their version of Argentina. Of Argentina. There's, there's a lot of like weird, like Nazi-looking people here. <laughs>
0: there really are, huh? What's what's up with this planet? I don't know if I like this planet. Let's leave. Also, the fact too that we have a Hispanic uh, Mandalorian is pretty great. I wonder, is he going to judge Dreaded? Is he going to wear that helmet the entire show? Will he ever take it off?
1: i hope he doesn't i hope he, he constantly wears it
0: again keep with the theme you are the mandalorian you are the man with no name it's not important who you are under the mask
1: yeah i had a theory that like he's gonna end up going to be like they're gonna name him and everything and like the mandal he's not an actual mandalorian he's just like using because other mandalorians are in this show so right. It's possible they could be like hunting him or something. He's like using the armor because he knows of like the reverence that comes with it. Like, it's like if I just wear this armor, no one will like annoy me or like question me or anything. Really on my I can streak red i can basically do whatever i want and he just puts on like this facade
0: which in fairness that's what they did with uh what is it Django fett in the new did did they ever square (laughs) that circle in a comic or a novel because in clone wars they very strictly say oh Django fett he was a rebel and an outsider and he stole that armor and he wasn't a real mandalorian
1: yeah i think they did like in in some like the earlier comics or something
0: which that always like pissed me off where it's like really so the most famous mandalorian isn't even a mandalorian and that was a george lucas note too
1: <laughs> which gave the character something interesting i
0: guess but even still it bugs me that the most famous one isn't even <laughs> an actual one anymore <laughs> same s- same with the dothamirian zabrax and everything where it's like whoa wait so you invented zabrak just so darth maul could have a race and then you invented the Dothamerians, so uh Ventress could have a race, but now you're saying they're both from the same planet? What? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> also it's Moraband now, not Coraban. These these were three ideas he came very close together. Moraban now. Why? I said so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to change it.
0: And that's why whenever people complain about the new Disney canon, I'm like, oh, oh, you, 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 you sweet summer children, <laughs> you do not remember. You have no
1: idea how it was like. <laughs> yeah.
0: you do not remember the long winter of Star Wars canon, where there was tiered canons. Oh well, this is the G canon. This comes from uh, Lucas himself, and you know this is the Dark Horse canon, and this is the Bioware video game canon. I mean, well, they kind of work, but they kind of don't. I-, I-, I happily accept. Even if sometimes it doesn't wholly work, one continuity to rule them all, one continuity to find them and in the darkness find them. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> 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 but yeah, was that was that it for Star Wars? Did we star all the wars, Matt?
1: I think so. There's still another day of celebration um as we're recording this, so I think like resistance season two gets like a sneak peek or whether we actually get a trailer for that i'm not too sure because even the clone wars like they didn't release that trailer uh officially it was just like a screen a stream capture
0: (laughs) that's true they could still blow our minds tomorrow with something we weren't expecting
1: yeah but that that was all for star wars and that that's only just like the, the like media stuff that's, that doesn't include like the comic stuff that uh, got announced and all that all the books and all that sort of stuff which lots, is way too much stuff
0: <laughs> lots of new books lots of tom taylor on stuff ray's getting mm. a special like age of thing
1: yeah yeah they're, they're way into the whole age of rebellion and resistance stuff now at the moment
0: yeah that's cool greg greg
1: greg packs taking over the ongoing Star Wars book that's... with phil noto on art <laughs> uh, uh
0: what is it tom taylor is also writing the finn one this was announced four minutes
1: ago <laughs> yeah yeah he no he's writing all of the age of resistance books because right. there's one writer to each of the the errors
0: right, right 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 and phil noto is doing the cover so they're gonna look great yeah well that's cool that's always good yeah, I guess. Uh, do we want to talk about what we read this week? We don't have to talk about everything because, again, I know we've already been talking for a long time now. I'm sure this will end up being a longer show.
1: Yeah, well, we do have some things to talk about because there was a Tom Taylor book this week. Our so Tom King. Tom, Tom King book, yeah. Again, always getting those two confused.
0: Yeah, you, you mixed up good Tom with bad Tom we won't say which one is which though
1: yeah, but 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 we know which one is which
0: we think you know actually speaking to ta- uh or sorry about tom king did you hear that apparently he's beginning work on his next like 12 issue maxi series
1: i did yes didn't say what like ch- good i'm like i'm like good like that's where you you yeah give
0: it give us something we can like by you again please because we don't like piling on you every week no <laughs> We think you're a talented guy, we just think you're not being used to your full potential. Yeah, yeah. And that it's so painfully obvious that you're not being used to your full potential. (laughs) But uh, yeah, where, where would we like to start this week, Matt?
1: Well, let's start by piling on Tom King. Um sure. <laughs> with uh Batman issue 68. Uh another issue where nothing nothing happens except I, for like a panel.
0: Until like the last couple of pages, but even then, you know, you just so much n- new ground was broken in Time-Wasting. <laughs> it
1: broke new ground
0: <laughs> in Time-Wasting. So what we see here is that this is this is another imaginary dream story where nothing matters because none of this is the real people. Wherein best friends Lois Lane and Catwoman, and we know they're best friends because Tom King wrote them to be best friends one time, and then no one ever referenced it, it ever again.
1: And then, as well, throughout this whole issue, they always talk about how they're best friends to
0: remind you that they're best friends during d- during their bachelorette party. So we're actually going back in time here, and all I could think was, like, did. Did Tom King forget that Tim Seeley actually did write a bachelorette party for Catwoman the, and Lois? And it wasn't, was completely
1: different. <laughs>
0: yeah, and Lois wasn't invited because even Tim Seeley doesn't think they're friends. Uh,
1: and uh, not not only that is, it's like this is this felt like like Tom King going was like, well, if I was allowed to write those books, this is what I would done, and this is because I'm writing it in the main book, this is what actually happened. Yeah,
0: this is canon, even though it's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> It very much. A dream
1: that, why would Batman even know about?
0: (laughs) Why would Batman know about that? Why would Batman be dreaming about this? One person had a theory which, which almost, I'm like, okay, almost, but not quite there. It's when Lois says, you know, oh, you know, I I, I, I I enjoy getting to hang out with you, Selena, and do shenanigans and everything like this because, you know, I'm not able to do that because, you know, I have a husband and a job and a kid. And I'm like, oh, so Lois secretly resents her family, huh? Boy, that, that certainly sounds like something the man who had to apologize after writing Wonder Woman would say or wrote Batgirl and Batwoman or Batwoman to hate each other would say.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah
0: tom king has this weird thing if he's not writing a woman that directly represents his wife he seems to have yeah. a low opinion of
1: yeah he sees himself i guess as batman so selena would be technically his wife yeah. so like she's like perfect but like every other woman is like garbage yeah.
0: He 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 sees himself as batman but he also kind of hates batman but maybe he also kind yeah. of hates himself
1: <laughs> yeah and he's always depressed and can never be happy <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, which again, it, it's all shenanigans. Whatever. It's all page fuller. I will give credit to Amanda Connor, though. She, she draws pretty, pretty ladies and pretty pictures and she's a nice lady. And once again, Tomkin gets to work with the best artists in the world for this book with some super lackluster writing.
1: Yeah, I don't know how he does it. I mean, I, again, he must he be, knows how to sell that bridge.
0: He he must be able to sell the bridge. He he must be the nicest guy in the world. Maybe he has naked pictures of people, I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's got all the all the artists, all these favorite artists. He's, I mean, he's got naked pictures of all of them. He
0: did work for the CIA, as he is so sure to remind <laughs> us.
1: Maybe that's like the things like, "Oh, I've got to work with him. He worked for the CIA. He he knows people. I've got to work for him.
0: He knows people who know people." So exactly. <laughs> maybe he does have my naked pictures <laughs> uh
1: yeah so like there's this dream that like and what i got from it is like the dream is like oh batman hates that like his wife could be happy <laughs> that's what i got hates the fact that like he could be he he could be happy and his family could be happy he hates that
0: yeah well he he hates the idea of a boring night is what they hit in you know it's like you know imagine imagine a time bruce where you know everything could be normal like this and no one would need you
1: So, So why didn't they just like do it about like that night him and clark had why did like lois and that you didn't need any of that you just do it through that and play it like completely straight and boring and just like oh this is really boring the art finish art and stuff
0: oh well but you know if we say uh if we say that lois secretly resents having a family maybe that reflects that in batman's own mind that he secretly resents having a family despite the fact that he doesn't that he has a huge family and he's constantly adopting people into his family that's not his problem that's never been his problem
1: and, and there's also the fact that, like, he, he, he posits the fact that, like, Superman hates being Superman while Batman loves being Batman, whereas we kind of know that's kind of the opposite, whereas, like, Batman, Batman, like, really hates that he has to do what he has to do. Whereas Superman likes helping people.
0: Yeah, again, the the idea I think he was trying to get across clumsily was, oh, you know, being Batman for Bruce is an addiction. You know, he secretly loves it more than he lets on, but he still gets to be like, oh, woe is me, I carry the cross of Batman. But no, I like it because I'm secretly a bad person. I love beating up the mentally ill (laughs) is what it is. And I'm like, yeah, okay. it took you A, it took you this long to get to here. B... (laughs) That's not a profound insight. Plenty of writers have written that over the years. You always think you're the first to come up with something, Tom King, when you're not. Because I don't actually think you've read that many Batman comics.
1: No, no. It, it kind of shows that he hasn't read Batman, very many Batman comics. Or any comics whatsoever. Especially because I know it was done and I, I like pointed this out. But like when Lois and that are like drinking all of like the alien wines. Which in itself is pretty Dangerous because uh, yeah. these are wines meant for Superman. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but it's a dream, so nothing matters. So we can do whatever we want. Who cares? <laughs> he,
1: he, they drink one called "Death to Superman," and yeah. it's from the like the the the, the Kunda Kunda mm. race or something. And I'm like, wow. I know this is just like this is it was all for fun and everything, but this is like me like picking on that because like the Kunda are a race who like sided with the dominators and like leveled part of earth yep. australia in fact <laughs> and you and you're like drinking something that's called death to superman like you're a bit smarter than that ladies yeah
0: or at least you should be <laughs> what What are you gonna drink next oh this one is called genocide
1: <laughs> yeah let's try that let's just, just a little bit sure. just a little bit of that <laughs>
0: Just just a little shot of genocide yeah it's 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 very strange it's a weird but it's like you know on one hand i'm like okay well it's nice that tom king wasn't you know just full-on depression full-on you know misery like heroes in crisis but then i'm like oh even when he tries to have fun that feels weird and robotic and like an alien trying to have fun
1: yeah i can i kind of compare it to like that aloha he did where like um batman and superman took their wives to that that carnival and they yeah, swapped yeah, yeah. costumes like yeah. that that was fun that that, was, that was good that that was fun and everything we whereas yeah this one. one this one is like so strange and like this is the wrong time to be having this sort of thing
0: and like again too as everything in this arc it feels like wow you're really stalling for time aren't you
1: it felt like these all feel like issues that like he couldn't he wanted to do as like buffers between mm-hmm. arcs but like editorial or someone wouldn't let him. So he's just like, put oh, well, I'll just together. dump it in this thing. And as well, like back in the um, was it the Professor Pig one where like Bruce realizes he's in a dream and everything. Yeah. Ever done anything with that? Like I thought that was going to be the point was like, oh, well, now like every other dream he goes into in each issue, he's going to realize and slowly he's going to come out of it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. No, no. Like, like here he realizes again it's in a dream and he's like, I don't care.
0: No, yeah, I'm also shocked that Dream Constantine was right, oh yeah, you're in a dream machine, they're filling you with drugs, and I'm like, well, how do we know that's real? We never saw that happen, he just saw his Flashpoint dad, then nothing for months.
1: Yeah, and as well, like, if he's in a dream, uh, because obviously that that Constantine was Batman's manifestation of him, Yeah. like, so then Batman knows he's in a dream, so then shouldn't he want to get out of it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, again, this is a weird fighting himself, where it's like, you know, for the world's greatest detective, he's bad at detecting, Yeah. (laughs) Well yeah, but but then I won't be able to do these like half formed ideas in this dream arc. (laughs) I gotta tie things over until we get to I don't know, City of Bane or whatever the hell comes next. I don't know. Yeah,
1: issue seventy five. We still have like six issues to go. (laughs)
0: Well no, I think after this he gets like a road trip with his flashpoint dad, which again I'm like, Okay, what the hell is your answer? You've had multiple arcs, why is he here? Why does he want to hurt his son now? What the hell? You better have a good answer.
1: It's not going to be a good answer. Yeah,
0: again, you know, maybe I'll tie it in with, uh, with Superman this week, but I, I want to I wanna think that whenever writers uh, want to explain something, their new version of a wizard did it, will be, oh, well, because the source wall got destroyed. <laughs> that this will be the new <laughs> thing when you can't explain something. Oh, well, the source wall got destroyed, that's why. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> like, Bendis hand waves a huge thing this week by being like, oh, because well, the source wall got destroyed. <laughs> that's real bad real bad what happened but yeah so that, uh-huh. that 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 was batman everyone and it's everything we've come to expect from this series
1: yeah every issue now is just like oh what, what's gonna fuck up this time what
0: what fresh new hell <laughs> never used to be that way we actually enjoyed them early on and if we didn't enjoy them we could at least go oh i see what he was going for there oh that was an interesting idea could have used a little bit more fleshing out
1: yeah if only if only we knew how bad it was going to be
0: you know it'd be nice maybe instead of a hundred issues for this batman if he had say oh i don't know a nice manageable 12 that he could work on and really hammer out with a good team of artists maybe maybe that would have been good instead of giving him the entire book
1: no at, le- at least he's not like he's not bendicing it where he's got like both both the characters books
0: that's true he's not <laughs> holding both hostage yeah. Alright, so what else did we have this week, Matt? Did you want to go or should I pick one? Uh you pick one. Uh I read uh Journey into Mystery, number one, the first big tie-in for War of Realms.
1: I did as well because it was written by the McElroy's and yeah. I love the McElroy's Oh,
0: I am so I am late to the McElroy brothers, but man, I love <laughs> them now too. My brother, my brother and me, The Adventure Zone, uh all the stuff they do. They are funny, wholesome Southern gentlemen, and holy shit, they can write a hell of a comic.
1: They care they they can write a hell of a comic that has stakes and it's funny and it's got action in it, and it's yep, got everything cuts. everything you you want in a comic
0: like like when I heard that this was their first comic, and I'm like, ooh, getting celebrities to write comics, this can go either way, you know you know if this isn't their medium, but man i'm I'm sure it helps that there's multiple of them to carry it on. <laughs> it's not just one person, they can split the workload, but yeah, yeah well, wow. yeah. H- wholly impressive and also man. I feel like this is a really good tie-in because this will read well when the event is over, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, this will definitely read well um, once it's over as well because the fact that it's a tie-in that actually, like, is, like, a proper tie, and it's not tie-in in name only, yeah. whereas, like, things from the main book are, uh, are affecting this, and probably vice versa.
0: Yeah, and yet are also far enough removed that even if you don't really know what's happening in War of Realms, yeah. a, a, it gets you caught up, and B, it doesn't really matter because you can enjoy the adventure
1: yeah exactly
0: and indeed it is a road adventure it's boulder being tasked by his mother freya and basically as many superheroes as he can shanghai into this operation to go save lausa Odin's daughter who is the other daughter of freya and odin And i'm sure some people are like wait they had another kid yes in the pages of angela agent of Asgard, which you probably <laughs> didn't read but yep that's <laughs> a character and the fact that the elroys knew this character existed i'm like hey fucking impressive
1: guys yeah that that that's very impressive um but yeah yeah they he's tasked with this so he has to recruit heroes so he recruits spider-man miles morales uh uh who helps him get in touch with like uh rosalind um Solomon, who take Rosalind Solomon, who takes them to the castle where they're told by the the scold, the silent Norn, who isn't too silent because her sisters died, um, and she's got to like fill in for them, uh, that they'll get other heroes to protect it, and. It's like the funniest joke in the whole book, where like she she like tells them all these heroes, and Spider Man's like, they're Doctor Strange, and and Deathlock, and and Hawkeye, an
0: archer who never misses, a man of uh, flesh and metal, you know, a a, a master of the magical arts."
1: Yeah, and Wonder Man and all these people, and they end up getting them. And it, it it's a play on, like, because Boulder is, like, so far removed from what's been happening. See, so he's yeah, like, it's, be, it's be ready, way. be ready for, like, changes. So, like, obviously they get Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. They get uh Sebastian Druid, the, the runner-up uh, mm-hmm. Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, and I like how all of those are different. But wonder man is the same
0: wonder man because wonder <laughs> that, that was a f- hilarious joke because that's wonder man's place in the marvel canon right now he has neither moved up nor down he is yeah. just forever wonder man also uh wonder man's agent is named joel and i like that
1: yeah and he looks like you as well he
0: looks a little like me and i'm like did and i know this character existed from before I'm like did this guy always look like me or do i look like him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's very fun. You know, it, it's kind of just sweet too. I like we start it in a media res, and Kate Bishop is the only one who can drive the camper because everyone else is either too young, doesn't have a license, or
1: <laughs> yeah, or well, has to look after the baby.
0: <laughs> the baby, yeah. It's it, it, it's just a really clever, well put together little story. feels feels like a good road comedy
1: yeah yeah and uh the person who was after them whose queen cinder is sent after them is Ares, the god of war
0: that's a great reveal because you know they're chasing them down to like a mad max mobile and i'm like oh well obviously it's going to be more fire goblins it's going to be you know more stuff from the queen of cinder who has a particular Mm -hmm. boner against the baby because obviously malicus forces as part of their invasion they're attacking all the royal family Mm -hmm. and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh it's going to be like the queen of cinders it's going to be curse or someone no it's freaking Ares, and it's like wait a minute isn't isn't he supposed to be on the good guy's team sometime? Also, didn't all the Greek gods die in No Road Home?
1: <laughs> yeah. to which maybe. Um,
0: to which a lot of fans were nice to bring up in my uh, comment section. They're like, actually, Joel, it's far more confusing than that. Ares has died like four other times in four other books and hasn't stayed dead.
1: Yeah, well, you can't really kill the god of war.
0: No, war is eternal, and especially now when there's, like, one of the greatest wars in the realms, of course he's going to want a piece of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see if he's, like, other gods of war where he feeds off war. Yeah. And because there's a war happening, it makes him basically nigh invincible. So, like, mm-hmm. how are this team of, like, nobodies or, like, second-tier legacy characters going to deal with him?
0: It's it's a great concept. It's a great setup. I also love the idea that Malakith an asgardian villain is like oh yeah i'll recruit guys from other pantheons
1: yeah yeah anyone to get my war done
0: (laughs) yeah i don't give a shit i'll recruit because i want to see that pitch meeting what did they offer Ares? hey you want to be part of a sick-ass war yes
1: yeah you you can get rhode island (laughs) yeah you
0: can have well apparently they're gonna do that actually when malekith wins and they take earth that's what they do they literally cut up all of america yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> into different kingdoms. It's like, okay, this is new Musselheim. This is new Jotunheim. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that as a concept. What conquering villain gets what states? <laughs> All right. Well, I I want the state with the five guys. I want the states with the in and outs <laughs> and the Shake Shacks.
1: <laughs>
0: we gotta pick one. You can't have both states. Oh, I will kill you right now. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, this really good – man, I hope the Elroys get more work writing comics. So this is really good yeah, funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. I hope, like, after this is all said and done that they're like, hey, come write – you know, write – i love that while i was reading this i was like okay i want them to write like a wonder man book where all it's him is just in like hollywood listening to shitty pitch meetings Mm -hmm. and he's got and because he's a pacifist now he's got to be hero who does things that doesn't allow him to attack it has to be smart about it and everything
0: like Like, that'd be awesome (laughs) they'd be an excellent fit for that wonder man is overdue and yeah wonder man gets the best funniest material in this book yeah where he's like you know trading on his success hey you know the vision was my brother i thought the grim reaper guy was your brother well he's my brother too but yeah but we don't talk about him <laughs> i am like holy shit they're talking about uh reaper holy crap
1: yeah they is they they also do like a deep pool with like wolverine it was like that guy looked like hugh jackman's like hey, it looks like dull gray scott who was uh, originally meant to be cast as wolverine that is funny. <laughs> like and jesus I, christ <laughs> and
0: i like that miles knows that yeah, <laughs> that is that is really, really good. But yeah, good. G- good on them. And also too, hey, the McElroy's podcasters turned comic writers for Marvel. Uh, hey, Marvel, I don't know if you've heard of this podcast that exists online. Uh, it's called the comic multiverse. It's hosted by this uh, j- j- ch- cheeky but lovable Canadian and this, you know, uh, cynical but also lovable Australian. <laughs> they'll write stuff for you
1: we'll do it, we'll do it we, we don't even have to pay us
0: no we'll, we'll we'll do it for union rates we'll do it we'll do it for scale we'll do it for a sandwich and give us half a sandwich and we'll split the sandwich <laughs> is what we'll do uh maybe in a couple of years matt after that we can get you know uh upgraded for two sandwiches <laughs> <per Ooh. common. laughs> uh, but yeah that one that one was really good
1: it was it was
0: i hope all the tie-ins are this good honestly
1: I have a feeling they will be.
0: Yeah. I, I noticed that there was like a lot of like, you know, real uh cynicism about the tie ins. Like a lot of the comments I got for that video, even though I like loved it to death and talked about how great it was, were a lot of people proudly proclaiming, I will read no tie ins from this. I have decided to read <laughs> no tie-ins. and I'm like, Well, sucks for you, you missed out on a really good story. <laughs>
1: yeah why are you here then
0: yeah why are you here then did, did did you really need to let that be known have you been sitting and cooking on that for so long you had to share it with the world <laughs> all right you you do you 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 live your own truth you know it's all, it's all you can do uh we also had uh detective comics this week as well
1: yeah a good batman book
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the arkham knight cometh
1: Yeah, and come he does, as he he launches his first phase of an attack on Batman, and that is, kill all the bats in Gotham.
0: That's a hell of a message to be sent, killing all the bats.
1: Yeah, kill them all and leave them in like a kid's playground yeah <laughs> and and the bat cave
0: and Gorin, i love Gorin's like should, should i be worrying about this is this is this a message for you or is this like something the epa should be had and i was like of course it's a message to me why wouldn't it be a
1: message to me <laughs> uh so because of that he obviously goes to the the the, the forefront forerunner of um of bat technologies and bat physiology and that is kurt langstrom but obviously he's on justice league dark so he's got to deal with his wife francine
0: nice continuity and because she was man bat too or woman bat or man bat woman
1: (laughs) yeah and uh she's she's pretty crazy she's kind of crazy uh we're not sure why but she she's got to go somewhere and go get get, get to that place she injects herself with the man bat serum and becomes the the lady bat
0: lady batman woman
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and it takes batman to the zoo uh the gotham city zoo uh for some reason we're we're never given a reason why because uh a bomb explodes and creates an artificial sun (laughs) in the sky above gotham
0: literally bringing uh light to darkness
1: (laughs) yeah uh taking away probably batman's biggest like advantage which is the shadows and and stealth that, uh, and it's that, here. Uh,
0: oh no i don't look nearly as cool in the sunlight <laughs> no i look like a man in bat pajamas shit they can't do that thing where i'm all in shadows
1: <laughs> and um and because of that obviously the the, the, the arkham knights team uh, the knights of the sun which i uh, love launched... that
0: as a concept they're not just generic military henchmen in the video yeah. game they actually own the night part yeah. of arkham knight
1: yeah and they actually are dressed in like knight armor but that's been modernized Mm. they still have like the face masks of like a knight and everything and uh batman notes that all of their weapons are are particularly effective against him and his armor where his aren't against theirs so he he...
0: i planned for bullets i didn't plan for bows and
1: arrows (laughs) yeah god damn it my one true weakness (laughs) damn it
0: don't tell green arrow i said that (laughs) he'll never let Um, me live it down
1: and yeah he just he basically just gets his shit pushed in by these guys Boy, as well yeah. as Arkham Knight
0: <laughs> i i do love this idea where it's like so many writers it feels have been doing the oh what would an evil opposite of batman be i like the whole no i do my justice in the daylight by the sun and everything you are a creature of night i will have even the shadows running from themselves
1: yeah, I'm going to kill all of the creatures of the night, all, all the the monsters that hide in the shadows, including like, you, Batman. <laughs> yeah, and I'm
0: like, that's that's a solid motivation for an evil Batman, and even his henchmen, where it sounds like he puts them through like very Bruce Wayne-ish paces, where it's like, to even become mm-hmm. a Knight of the Sun, you have to travel the world and train your body and mind.
1: Yeah, he's basically got an army of Bruce Waynes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's very cool, actually. And I like that they're owning the medieval part of this character. And as as people were sure to fill me in, too, in the comment section, they're like, hey, Peter Tomasi also wrote those Arkham Knight video game tie-ins. He wrote, like, two of them.
1: Yeah, we, and obviously it's so different from that, which makes me saying, like, oh, he's getting kind of a do-over. Like, he's yeah. not restrained by how the story of the game fucked it up the whole arkham knight thing he can do probably what was maybe his original idea for that character
0: that's what this feels like where it's like and now i'm gonna do it my way
1: yeah yeah so and it's already infinitely better like this first issue gives us so much better like character depth to the arkham knight than him just being jason todd did
0: more interesting better aesthetic Uh, better kind of motivation although i'm Mm. sure we'll find out the motivation behind the motivation and also too now you have the added mystery of being like well it's certainly not jason todd so who the hell is it under the mask and why
1: yeah i I have a theory that like because the way arkham knight was talking about how like he was talking about him and batman being kind of the same Mm. and and whereas i'm thinking like oh are they gonna like do something where it's like a clone of bruce or something Mm. like Like, like, Raz made a clone where it's like, oh, this is if Batman accepted my deal or something.
0: Well, you know, it's been a while since we've had a Bat-clone.
1: Yeah, I'm intrigued to find out.
0: You know, it would be fun with this guy, too, to really put him over. The first thing he does is he kills all the other anti-Batman characters. Okay, Wraith, I'm gonna kill you now.
1: Yeah, all the characters that, like, tried to do the Arkham Knight before the Arkham Knight.
0: They tried to be evil Batman. Okay, Taskmaster, or not uh, Taskmaster, but uh, the other guy. Prometheus, yeah. Prometheus, Prometheus. you're dead now.
1: Yep, yeah, Terminus, you're dead.
0: Terminus, yeah. All, all these other evil alternate Batman. That's what I would do. I would go full-on hobgoblin with it to be like, no, I am the one true king now. <laughs> there will only be me. I guess you'd also have to kill the Batman who laughs, but that's a, that's its own story. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah well we'll go into that because uh we had that one as well oh
0: yeah that was also this week yeah the uh is not quite penultimate there's six and this was six of four or four of six
1: yeah and uh we it's cool because they kind of give us like the origin of like that headdress that batman who last wears and like why he wears that and we find out obviously it's made it's made from nth metal and it allows him to like focus like what he sees so it's not just all like crazy monsters and that take over his mind and everything it gives him thought video that was cool game. it
0: gives him video game vision basically oh i can turn on my bat vision i can turn on my detective vision
1: <laughs> yeah and that's why bruce made his own he wasn't turning into the batman who laughs he made it because he figured out that's why he has that and he thought oh well i'll use that and of course alpha is like don't be fucking ridiculous master bruce i, lo- I love be- beat the shit out of you <laughs> i
0: love that they got into a fist fight <laughs>
1: I I love the dialogue as well it's like I've never fought Alfred before and it's like oh god he could beat me (laughs) he could kill me
0: (laughs) I I love that that he was that like Alfred was actually getting some really good licks in and I'm like man how many times has Alfred wanted to lay hands on this guy
1: (laughs) he's like I can do this now yes
0: (laughs) I'm sure he thinks every night this is how I'd kick his ass if I could (laughs) (laughs) I know you better than you uh, than you know yourself I know all your old injuries because I repaired them I know if you're slow on your left side (laughs) see that's the real threat right there what if alfred ever went evil on batman
1: oh no he
0: literally knows all his secrets he couldn't sign a check he'd die in his own filth (laughs) i know what you're allergic to master wayne shellfish
1: (laughs) yeah so i've spread it all across the city (laughs) oh no
0: peanuts (laughs) oh no latex (laughs) i'm trying to think what's the funniest thing Batman to be allergic to (laughs) <laughs> but yeah this this was a fun one we get to see another multiversal uh bruce wayne this time a guy who became warden of blackgate penitentiary and that's how he chose to fight crime in his world
1: yeah yeah and um yeah they do some they do some like quite interesting stuff with the joker because the yeah. the joker is, is now like back alive
0: <laughs> yeah he's fine
1: yeah he, he's ah that didn't kill me you know cutting me open and whatnot no, he's fine
0: back up he's good
1: yeah alfred knew what he was doing (laughs) Uh, he's
0: he's a great surgeon it's it's great to hear the joker speak his mind here and batman's like oh so you've come to kill me how you've come to ruin gotham like you always wanted to and the realization from joker being no no i i I never you know i might say i want to kill you i might say i want to destroy gotham but truth is what i really want in my most private moments is a scenario where we both lose
1: yeah 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 well that's the thing like Joker's never really wanted to kill Batman because if he kills Batman, what is the Joker then? The game's like, over. is yeah, nothing, nothing will happen then. But yeah, yeah, I like the the idea that like yeah, he wants it where like Batman loses, but also he loses.
0: Yeah, that's that's my ultimate revenge. And if the Batman who laughs wins, well, that's still a Batman who wins, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So we've got to kind of team up.
0: Yeah, in a we in a weird weird way.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he, he kind of does it by like. Uh, he gets like this, like uh, the the Joker gets like some type of like hologram sort of thing, and yeah. like kind of like becomes a uh, oh, was it one of like those guards? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the prison, and like I, I'm, I still don't understand like what he's what he's doing because uh, he like tricks Batman, uh, who's wearing like the 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 visor thing, into mm. being seemingly killed
0: yeah it was it was a but, whole thing where it's like oh you know see see my true face see the madness of it and then you know they obviously yeah. think that he's the batman who laughs because he looks like him because he's wearing the stupid visor. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah which kind of like kind of confused me because like okay you're saying like because if batman loses like then like you don't you don't win you want us to both lose but like he just got batman seemingly killed so like well, what's going on i'm
0: sure there's another there's another level oh his yeah plan
1: Oh yeah yeah definitely definitely I'm intrigued to find out as well as like uh Scott Snyder teased that like the um uh, who are the the Court of Owls are going to tie into this as well Really <laughs> Yeah he said like wow. oh by by the t- by the time this series is over Batman who laughs what? will have fought the Co- Court of Owls as well <laughs> You
0: know what it probably is the Court of Owls probably have something that uh, Batman who laughs wants they probably have more dark Oh titles. yeah
1: Yeah have some like machine or some part of the machine that he needs to like take over Gotham and right. or something. Yeah. Well, something as, like that.
0: Well, as we know, they, they were the Judas tribe. They were always about yeah. the metal and everything. So yeah, I'm sure they have something that he wants.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or to be a, like, I'm just oh, intrigued i'm intrigued that it's taken this long to get them involved
0: oh you know what it is uh the last batman i need to bring through the breach for his blood to complete my uh, you know serum to poison the city this this batman is the batman who willingly joined the court of owls his parents never Ooh. died and that's how he chose to keep order in gotham city by joining the court of owls and controlling it from the shadows that would
1: be interesting that would be interesting.
0: It also brings Scott Snyder shit full circle, too, where it's like, you know, this, yeah. is, this is the Batman who came. <laughs> this is the Batman who was weak. Yeah. I like that a lot. And then maybe that Batman kind of screws with the plan. because like, no, I'm not going to die here. Fuck you guys. <laughs> what do you mean he ran away? <laughs> <laughs> it's what he did. He ran away. <laughs> Ooh, like maybe the Batman too. It's like, oh, and I knew my brother Lincoln March too. I wonder if they'll reference that Batman's kind of brother Lincoln March, who doesn't get mentioned as
1: much. Oh yeah, well maybe they they could bring him in. That'd be fun too. Like like he's the final Batman. That's like, oh, we can't get like this final Batman. We never said it has to be Bruce. Yeah. we could just get, like, Lincoln Marshall, Dick Grayson, someone like that.
0: That'd be good, too, because that means that uh, Scott Snyder could pluck Lincoln March back out from exc- obscurity where other writers put him. Literally at the end of that stupid, stupid uh, Robin War storyline, the, the International Court of Owls just buried Lincoln March in a box and left him there. <laughs> <laughs> remember that stupid story they're like lincoln march you're fucking up our shit too much you megalomaniacal asshole we're we know you're immortal so we're putting you in a box and we're burying the box underground
1: yeah wonder if they'll bring back duke remember yeah. duke I remember. <laughs> he was so integral to everything but then he wasn't
0: he was the signal <laughs> he had the power he was gonna do stuff in dark knight's metal but then he just didn't
1: <laughs> yeah he he did something with green lantern and then nothing <laughs>
0: Yeah, what a what a hanging plot thread on that. But didn't Duke have the power? Wasn't he the
1: signal? Yeah, people didn't like him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which I mean, hey, I credit to Snyder then. I guess he's just like, alright, moving on then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got this new character.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got other stuff to do, moving on. <laughs> Although I'm sure he's a little jealous too that his student James Tynan got Harper Rowe and Young Justice before uh Duke or any of the new nah. sidekicks he invented. <laughs> although in fairness i guess they kind of invented her together because harper Rose shows up there before yeah, in the yeah. court of owls story but she doesn't get importance as a character until later on yeah yeah she's just the girl who dug batman out of the water that one time yeah yeah what uh what else did you have there matt i uh, i had two more actually technically two yeah
1: more. i i've got i've got two more i had, uh, superman issue 10
0: i read this one yes i read this one just before we started
1: yeah so we got an explanation of how john is as old as he is
0: yes yeah, and it's
1: not him. it's not something like everyone thought where he's just aged up just because there's yeah. a reason
0: <laughs> no it's, it it wasn't a regular wormhole we went through it was a timey wimey wormhole created by the destruction of the source wall and i'm like well at, at least bendis is reading other people's books at least he's kind of trying to tie this in that-
1: that's what i actually kind of liked about this issue this issue wasn't as bad as like the other issues have been where those issues have been like like oh this guy wrote this after like a traumatic brain injury (laughs) this one this one this one actually reads like the characters kind of still are terrible to read from but at least like what they're saying makes sense there's as well as like
0: there's actual attempt in here
1: as well as there's also an attempt at continuity because the source was referenced, uh, the stuff with the Leviathan is referenced, all that that. sort of stuff is referencing, uh, each other. So he's, he's, Attempting to like, okay, this is where it sits.
0: God help you, though, if you're just reading Superman and not action comics, because you'll have no fucking clue what Leviathan is or what anyone is talking about near the tail end of this. And again, that's what I worry about Bendis' Superman, because it happened with his X Men. Eventually, he just forgot which book he was writing, and so they just bled (laughs) into each other all the time.
1: Yeah yeah hopefully that doesn't happen here
0: <laughs> i like to are promised where it's like oh you know it's Superboy versus you know evil superwoman of earth 3 how is how is any of this gonna work you know how's uh how is he gonna beat her and anything you know because he doesn't have his powers the answer is he doesn't have to beat her because jor-el comes in and i'm like oh so you so you robbed us of an interesting c- confrontation <laughs> all right
1: yeah as well as he he kind of like he, like uh, makes, uh makes up a point of like saying like oh this is this is the the forever evil uh crime syndicate this just happened years p- before yeah. forever evil because of the time distortion disp- and, and everything but um yeah jor-elk shows up uh um, rock b- and
0: brian michael bindis uh, if this th- if this is the earth three of the past uh then why did ultraman talk about knowing superman when he technically shouldn't have oh, met I, him yet I,
1: I know, I know the reason for that because like Forever Evil didn't obviously happen the way, like none of the New Fifty Two happened the way it happened because of Superman Reborn, um. which changed changed things. Remember, like him wearing that like New Fifty Two costume was only a part of. Mm. A larger tapestry. just doesn't uh,
0: know that, though.
1: <laughs> yes, but I do. <laughs> and that's all that matters. We gotta,
0: we gotta fit it into fan. <laughs> it, okay. fits,
1: it fits into that. <laughs> y-
0: you know what? Here's the thing. Here, here's how we can kind of explain it. The crime syndicate was aware of main earth and was aware of the superheroes. That's why they sent evil Alfred to go and scout out the universe and to find Pandora's box and everything to bring all of them over.
1: Yeah, well, as well. they never, They never mention that, like, ultraman fought superman on his earth he just he, said just that that he, he was aware just of that he, t- he tangled with him so superman could have been like the uh, like grant morrison's story where they go over to that universe
0: which again contradicts it but then again you could also chop it up to just ultraman as a liar so
1: yeah you can never really believe what he's saying
0: he's, he's just a, well again as he even says in that story he constantly embellishes himself all the time so you know yeah, yeah yeah but again that's that's uh, the explanation we, we get creepy grandpa jor-el too which is i think where you were going
1: yeah, yeah, he's got like a mohawk um, and everything, and he takes John, and he's got like a, a stick thing that like zaps him back to like their proper time, uh, and we find out like he, he's pretty pissed because he spent like years looking for John because um, he knew he knew John went into the wormhole, and then obviously he did as well,
0: yeah,
1: because they're they're big shit, and John was teleported somewhere else, um. So he was spending years looking for John, but he doesn't know where John went. Oh, okay. Until see,
0: see, I think I read that wrong then. The way I read it was, oh, you want to leave me, but I spent all this time looking for it. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't even know he existed until just recently.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I think you did read it wrong. Where it's like, yeah, he spent, like, years looking for John after he fell through the wormhole, like, right. looking for where John And he thought, like, john disappeared because they were talking about john leaving back to earth and he thought oh maybe he's gone there or something i'm not. It, it was really written like like a person with brain damage wrote it
0: that was hard to pick up on because you're talking about time travel but you're also talking about the last time they met yeah that was yeah. a little that was a little hard to parse because i'm like well you couldn't you couldn't have been looking for john for that long you know you were you've only been on earth for x amount of time and even before then you didn't know he existed you didn't even know you had a son who was
1: still Superman and shit. Uh, But yeah, we're we're actually given an explanation and a kind of cool sciencey explanation, sci-fi explanation about how John aged. And it was when he went through the wormhole, he was stuck in obviously uh, earth three or two or whatever you want to call it. Um, And he was stuck there for a number of years. So when he came back through the wormhole, his body caught up with himself, mm. so he aged seven years, because he was stuck on that wor- earth for seven years, even though it felt like three weeks to him.
0: This this techno mumbo-jumbo example uh, explanation, too, would also seek to imply that if you could do it one way, you could probably reverse it as well.
1: Yeah, so... It's there. It's not gonna happen straight away. No. Uh, as I've explained multiple times to people in my comments section, it's like let the story play out. But let, the option play is there out. now. Exactly, exactly. He's building for that option. Uh, let the story play out.
0: <laughs> again, talked about continuity, we find out the reason uh Jorel and uh, John got separated was because everybody's favorite new character, Rogelzar, attacked them.
1: Yeah, Roger Zerg attacked. Um <laughs> <laughs> and he he attacked with General Zod and Jaxer. I know he he partnered with the Jaxer. General Zod's very interesting.
0: Yes, because Superman did a dickish thing, leaving General Zod in the Phantom Zone when they last met. General Zod had actually come all the way to try and help him, and actually fought Rogal alongside
1: him. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's just like the reason why it's like oh. Like Ro- Rogue was like, oh, I'll just team with this guy for now because no. he's got a bone to pick with Superman as well. When we kill Superman, I'm just going to kill these guys.
0: Yeah, but again, and again, if, if you want to see what happened there, I guess wait for the big Supergirl crossover that's going to be happening with this book.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so their ship gets attacked, and Jor-El manages to zap um, John back to Earth, uh, back to just before he met his father again. Yeah.
0: So that brings and, it all full circle, and we're all caught up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And again, as I said, like people about comments are like, "Oh, why wasn't this told?" And it's like this is storytelling. You, you you have a big reveal, and then you're like, "Oh, well, this is what happened to that to get to that big reveal." It's, and I, I'm convinced as well. Like, if this story was exactly the same, mm-hmm. but just had like tomasi's name on it people would be like praising it but because it's got bendis's name on it
0: well because we we trust tomasi we don't trust bendis
1: (laughs) but that's the thing like people aren't even giving like the story like a chance to like be told like 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 first issue everyone expects like well i get people commenting why did this happen why did this happen like i don't know let the story like unravel over the issues yeah you know like you do with all these other issues (laughs) i
0: i I did like they did offhandedly mention damien and the super sons and it's like hey john now that you're back are you gonna talk to damien maybe not right away
1: (laughs) i I, that that is one thing i really hope he does like he he goes and sees damien while he's older it's like i'm much more taller than you now (laughs) yeah
0: see see it's like hey damien what have you been doing while i'm away? they started a new team of super edgy titans and now we're locking people up in an abu gray prison and i attempted to murder a bunch of people oh
1: yeah, I run a gulag now. What yeah. about you, John? Oh, <laughs> well,
0: you know, I just new pants.
1: <laughs> yeah, new, new costume. Uh, I went and, like, I, I fought, like, my mom in, like, uh, an alternate dimension where she was, like, an evil crackle.
0: <laughs> my mom's evil in this earth and I fight her all the time. You're not special. <laughs> Is what he would say. <laughs> you want to play Nintendo? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will be my older friend. Hey, will you buy me and the rest of the Titans beer now that you're older?
1: <laughs> now we can complete the edginess. Yeah,
0: there you go. Buy us beer. Sign us up for a porn subscription. <laughs> you know that stuff's free online, Damien. I'm not going to steal. I kill people who steal. <laughs> Support the official release. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that again i don't know if i liked it as much as i've been enjoying action but this was definitely a move in the right direction
1: this was a better issue than whatever the last couple of issues have been He, he he's attempting something
0: most definitely uh what was the other one i had here uh i'll be quick on this one i had web of venom cult of carnage number one
1: Oh, tell me how good Venom is being.
0: Oh, Venom is amazing. This this is all here to build up to the absolute Carnage event, and uh, they actually bring back a ton of characters and a ton of places from Carnage's history in one issue.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, so uh, Misty Knight is actually investigating uh, what's been going on here, which I think is amazing that Misty Knight needs to be in more things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she goes to the town that Carnage had taken over in that storyline, Carnage USA. Okay. Because a bunch of the graves have been dug up, and a bunch of the bodies of people that Carnage had controlled are all missing their spines. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Someone defaced a graveyard and took their spines. Uh, Misty's partner had gone in there first... And her partner turns out to be John Jameson, the Man Wolf, J. Jonah Jameson's kid.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the guy who's like an auxiliary Avenger at the moment.
0: Yeah, a guy who has also had a long history with Carnage. He was in the Jerry Conway book fighting against him when he was part of that military outfit. And he also was head of security at Ravencroft Institute, where Cletus Cassidy was uh, in prison for all those years nice so they actually know each other and uh the the whole town is really weird and creepy it's got this real like stephen king thing going on and that's because a new church has opened up okay and that church is called the church of new darkness and they worship null the symbiote god
1: oh no <laughs>
0: and obviously we as the reader know what that is and know how bad that is but john and misty don't know and they're just like fucking scientology
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, well, how bad could this be? They they just want like they just don't pay taxes and yeah, yeah, yeah. they want us to donate like a couple of grand a, a year, you, you know? know? How bad could this be? You know,
0: the regular evils of organized religion, not <laughs> super evils of organized religion that worship a symbiote god. And and, uh, we see that Carnage has gotten, like, a bunch of new people to join his cult. Uh, Obviously, there's, like, a bunch of symbiote-related villains, but also a bunch of people who were on his team during, like, the original Maximum Carnage. So the Spider-Man doppelganger is there. No, no. Because why not? And then, you know, John Jameson's like, I will stop you, Carnage. And Carnage is like, you can't stop me. But also, I love the idea of having a werewolf on my team. Give that man a symbiote. (laughs)
1: oh no werewolf symbiotes
0: (laughs) yeah give him a symbiote then wipe his memory then have misty pick him up and take him back to civilization he'll be my sleeper agent and not even know he's my sleeper agent (laughs) and i'm like man you guys are really thinking ahead aren't you and also bring me more delicious spines (laughs)
1: yeah i need more spines
0: (laughs) well i guess the idea being is that because as we learned in venom anyone who ever has had a symbiote it leaves like it leaves like a little trace on you and everything of genetic material and if you take that off a person you can access bits of their power and personality i'm guessing that all of that is kept in the spinal region
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's got to crack open those spines.
0: Got it like a big, juicy lobster and get the sweet, <laughs> sweet symbiote juice out. And I guess Carnage's idea is like, well, I might as well retrace my steps and go back to all the places I've been and collect all my genetic material before I move on to other stuff.
1: Mm, yeah, he's, he's spreading that genetic material all over the place,
0: all over the land, all across America. Get that cletus jelly
1: yeah just ropes and ropes of it everywhere
0: <laughs> oh terrible red ropes of evil
1: <laughs>
0: also get ready for my event absolute carnage coming soon <laughs> there'll be so much of it
1: <laughs>
0: I-, I do love the idea that this is an issue to tide you over where it's like what happened to carnage oh he's doing evil shit in the background wait like a year and a half and we'll get back to this and see how evil <laughs> he's uh, been since then oh you know the the cult of new darkness it's taken over it's the hot new celebrity religion that's all we need is a celebrity endorsement Uh. (laughs) hey tom cruise you want to talk about our religion (laughs) but yeah uh web of uh venom cult of carnage great stuff loving this series frank terry wrote this not uh not donny cates
1: nice nice it's good that, that, that there's still like there's a, some symbiosis between the the the, the writers <laughs> a,
0: a lot of symbiosis he actually liked the video and told me on twitter and i appreciate that, when that Oh, happens. nice yeah that awesome was a, that was a nice thing he's a good guy frank terry uh now i only had one last one but i'll let you go because i feel it's probably the same yeah. book
1: uh well it probably isn't because i know you're going to talk about avengers ah. um but i'm going to I was going to talk about uh Supergirl issue 29.
0: Oh yes, go ahead with this. Does does it does it, does it tie up with what's happening in Superman at the moment?
1: It, it kind of kind of does. Kind of does. Mm-hmm. Uh so Supergirl obviously has been uh out in the universe hunting down uh uh the true origins of Roger Zerg and <laughs> uh and the circle, this uh kind of Illuminati cult plate people made out of all the all the key races in the universe who have been manipulating things behind the scenes um and she finds like the next step in uh Addis apapa's uh like will confession um and this sort of details the origins of the the circle that they came about because they saw the universe was always falling into like butchery and conquest so they're like oh we'll, we'll get together like the ranians the thanagarians yeah. the guardians all the warriors um, all these different races and um will basically be like the people that like shepherd the universe into proper ways so they don't get too, too, you know, warlordy. Sounds about Um, right. uh, And they came into possession of, and what they would do is they would sort of fix races that they saw as blights um, and sort of like point point them in the right direction. But then one of their, one of their people, Gandello, this like, crazy crystal lady kind of like got drunk on power and she's like why well, don't like all these races and they're like oh I can't do anything against those races she's just like fuck you and just like killed like a bunch of kaluans and all these all these races and um she and they end up getting uh Rogozar who was apparently the last of his race um ah. and uh he was filled with rage and everything and they would use him to like do their dirty work cuz no one would champion. question no one would question uh like a, a warlord like committing genocide on a planet they think oh it's just a fucking warlord it, not, not some secret illuminati cult or anything
0: okay you know um, I, I like that where it's like why was rogel Czar picked as a champion because he looks like a fucking monster and no one's gonna ask yeah. questions when you see that face yeah. show up
1: yeah 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 and um but they found out that he was kind of hard to control as mm. you know you would like, a big monster warlord uh and gandello saw an opportunity in this so she's like okay so what i'll do is i'm gonna let you use this device that i stole from Zorel and mm. repurpose it was a device that was used to create planets she reverse engineered it so it would destroy planets um wow you're going to use this device to destroy krypton because uh, krypton is a blight because they're you know getting too powerful and all that sort of stuff. Um, so he does, so he does that. And um, so it really isn't Rogel on his own that destroyed Krypton. Right. It was Gandello and the circle. Um, and the, the circle obviously banish her because they're like, oh, well, we can't have any of that sort of stuff. You do too much genocide at once. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Naughty.
1: <laughs> and um, yeah, she goes against them and like, and she's the one who's been like killing them off. Um, mm. So she can take all of their power. Interesting. um and she's also been using the cult of czar which is like this this cult that worships rogel czar uh and his warrior prowess uh to hunt supergirl and xander oh. xander also being her adoptive son ah. um she she like took took him under her wing after like committing genocide against all of all of his people and everything
0: well this sounds um, good this sounds like everything is tying together yeah, in a nice package it partage.
1: sounds like it sounds like mark and draco was actually doing something with this um and yeah yeah it, the the book ends with like kara kara's obviously got the axe right uh Rogel's axe and uh she's been wielding it and she wheels it in front of this cult who drop everything they're doing because they they know the axe is 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 Rogel's cult and they start worshiping her because she's <laughs> like oh she has the axe so she's obviously killed rogul's are um cool to lady. get the axe so yeah yeah you're you're our new 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 god now but Rogul's in Rogul can actually is actually watching all of this in the phantom zone because he's connected to the axe oh. so we can see what supergirl is up to which is really cool um but yeah Gandello shows up and is like ah behind it all ah I'm gonna kill you all now
0: Gandello was behind it all
1: (laughs) yeah 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 exactly but yeah it's 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 interesting it's cool but I'm wondering like why is all this story in a Supergirl book this story should be in the Superman book (laughs) of
0: again which you know I'm not against Supergirl actually having a story worth reading at the same time it's like man that actually sounds like really good information
1: yeah, and, and it, it's even worse as well because, like, recently in the the Superman book, like we learned that Superman couldn't get, leave Earth because you know he's Superman; he can't leave Earth how it is at the moment. Right. But like in the most recent book, he's like, "Oh, let's go into space, son, and find Grandpa." I'm like, "Well, go into space and help Supergirl," <laughs> which I think it. they I think they are actually doing. But I'm like,
0: "That's what really the it." To, will
1: be. Took, took you this long to do that you know <laughs> it
0: feels very protracted but wow that i like that and that also makes Rogelzar are a more interesting character that he's this bele- exactly he's this beleaguered middleman who is as manipulated yeah. as everyone else
1: yeah he's yeah he's just this guy who, who's been fr- basically framed for this
0: yeah although although yeah. he does seem to have a real hate on for the kryptonians have they explained what that's that- about
1: well, see, that's like another thing that they mention in this book because Kara asks like the the projection, like, well, why does why does Rogal hate Krypton? Mm-hmm. Like, why does she hate hate Kryptonians? And uh, in, in a just convenient bit the 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 recordings like I do not have that information That's elsewhere. And like, ah, they're saving that for another issue. I imagine we're gonna find event. something like like the the the, the Kryptonians because they're like evil you know shitlords of people probably used his race as like farming tools or Or something something yeah war horses or something
0: yeah the the, the kryptonians killed my parents in an alley one night
1: (laughs) yeah in an alley for their jewels and and their pearls
0: (laughs) and i swore to war on them for all time as rogals (laughs) are
1: yes i'll become the roger zerg and <laughs> you
0: know it would be really funny actually if they're like oh no they, they they actually just made him think that they just brainwashed him into thinking the kryptonians mm. did something bad to him
1: that would be interesting though i do i do think it, it will turn out to be something like, oh the the kryptonians just like performed genocide because kryptonians themselves are like utter utter assholes <laughs> they're
0: not they're not great also czar made it sound like he actually knew jor so
1: yeah he knew Jarrell, but he didn't know Zora, which the book posited, which uh was like a false like memory sort of thing because Kara thought her father helped uh Roguel's are right. like by giving him that device where we learn no Gandelo stole that device and reverse engineered it and gave it to Rogers are.
0: Also, too, as ridiculous as I think he's been handling him, the fact that JorEl is actually alive now means that they can actually go ask him and be like, what "The fuck's the deal mm. with this guy? Why does he say he knows you?"
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, so this is pretty interesting
0: also were you lying when you said that uh, they had to stop mining the planet's core or it was going to explode <laughs> now that we know that wasn't the case and it was this weird monster mash over here who did it
1: yeah it's like what what's going on exactly
0: <laughs> i you know when you put it that way i'm actually interested to see how this is going to shake out actually
1: yeah mark Andreco is doing some interesting things so i have to wonder like how much bendis's input in this is or whether he was just allowed to just go. ah, do what you want just it's, like these are the characters you got to use just tell the story you want
0: it sounds like he just said it's like get to this point i don't care how you get here
1: yeah yeah uh
0: but yeah well that that actually sounds really so that makes me want to read supergirl now because that sounds really it's pretty important. damn
1: good it's pretty damn good really
0: important uh yeah I, I only had one more book and that was of course avengers no road home issue number nine the penultimate issue
1: yeah, what a penultimate issue this was.
0: Very much so. A uh, a very very interesting one that kind of slows things down while speeding them up at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it it's interesting cuz like it it's like the penultimate issue It's like the race for the to the get to the weird mansion thing that is apparently the creator of the whole universe um but yeah the book kind of like stops there and like we get like really cool moments with like all our heroes about like what they want what they desire
0: yeah it's it's their heart it's like that moment in the anime where it's like all right now show me your deepest heart's desire
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and it was really cool I, I love like like hercules obviously getting the spotlight getting the whole page devoted to himself, to himself. Yeah. And then his
0: want is, like, kind of sad, but, like, kind of like, oh, your heart goes out to him. he's like, I don't want to be a joke anymore. I want to be a hero like I used to be.
1: Yeah, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be Hawkeye's funny friend, you yeah. know, who comes in and boasts about all this sort of stuff. I just want to help people.
0: Yeah, I'm so much better than I'm given the chance to be. And I'm like, I agree as a fan of Hercules. I think you should be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, by like, a lot of them are really sad Too, where it's like, you know, Spectrum's like, you know, I want to bring light back to the universe, but I also don't want to do this forever. I want to be able to die at some point. I'm scared of immortality.
1: Yeah, I want to be mortal.
0: Yeah, I'm scared of immortality. And then you have Vision being like, "Oh, I have everything I want. I'm going to die. I can't think of anything more human than dying. I'll be reunited with my uh, son and wife from the Tom King series, and that that disgusts Conan so deeply. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he yeah, that.
1: like, "What the fuck
0: are you on about, mate? <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing glorious and human about dying. No human wants to die. The most human thing is to fight against your own death and your own mortality, to scratch and claw and know." that crom and the gods laugh at you but you do it anyway
1: yeah i i like that like yeah he was basically say calling vision an idiot but also like giving him a pep talk
0: at the same time i'm like man that's the most conan shit ever where it's like yeah don't (laughs) don't go quietly into the fading of the light fight against it and then i'm like oh wait what has this series all been about fighting the fading of the light literally yeah it's all been yep. about death and fighting against death and decay and like you know being relegated to a nothing character and i'm like whoa this shit's brilliant
1: yeah and it's even better because um just kind of skipping to the end where they all make it to the house uh, after uh nix gets all of her power she finds like the house that's she's going to remake the universe and obviously plunge it into darkness uh how like vision goes into the light basically literally yeah so ooh, that's that's pretty interesting
0: i i guess that light is supposed to be like the light of creation i've snuffed all the light yeah, in yeah. the universe now i need to snuff the very light of creation itself
1: yeah and it it, it lives in a in a uh, a mansion in long island
0: because <laughs> yeah, why because it's new york i mean everything in marvel's new york
1: yeah or also we got like rocket on like goliath particles <laughs> that was fun i'm big for
0: once big rocket
1: yeah i had a feeling he stole them like of course rocket stole them
0: yeah what do you want rocket oh i got what i want
1: (laughs) i would i would have liked though that like it wasn't rocket who stole them it was like hulk and hulk like takes them while he's the hulk (laughs) it's like oh my god
0: the hulk bit is great too because we don't hear what he wants it's all like very silent she says i i could never do that to the your world i could never do that
1: i i have a feeling he it, since it was bruce i have a feeling it was just him asking to like die
0: yeah please kill me please die or yeah. it was the hulk talk and it's like give me full control let me go nuts let yeah, me have yeah. This. and she's like no i can't do either of those i can't kill you and i can't give you full control sorry hulk sorry banner once again you never get what you want <laughs> ne- neither of you get what you want in fact you are joined together by the fact that neither of you get what you want
1: yeah i am intrigued though like whether this makes that whole he can only turn hulk at night thing go away because the whole issue is basically set at night and he's not like nix has taken that from him he's just banner now
0: right because she beat the crap out of him so hard
1: yeah so i wonder if like that's sticking around now whether and whether that'll feed into like uh his immortal hulk
0: right i'm sure he'll get it back by the end i'm sure once they fix the yeah. universe and put everything back maybe yeah. Which I'm sure will be depressing for Banner. It's like, oh fuck, I'm back to this now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was free for five whole minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, No Road Home is great. One of the best weekly series in a long time. An amazing sequel to what was already a really good series. This is going to read great and Trey. This is just good from top to bottom.
1: Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen with all these characters after this. Like yeah. my, my dream would be like Hercules and Conan getting a book together <laughs> and like just living in a or again and just, like, doing random stuff.
0: I mean, Conan's going to be busy. He's got that, you know, uh, Gnarly Avengers or whatever the hell it's called.
1: Yeah, Gnarly. It's called Gnarly Avengers. That, that is what it is called, Joel. Sorry, it's
0: called Savage Avengers, but it might as well be the Gnarly Avengers.
1: That sounds better. That sounds better. That,
0: that sounds like a joke comic, but also sounds truer to the material. It's the Gnarly Avengers written by Shaka Bra. <laughs> it's a pen name. It's not a real name. <laughs> oh, man, if I ever write something, that is going to be my pen name, Shaka Bra. <laughs> I'm Sia uh, i I'm, I'm Shaka Bra, the African. It's, it's a real common yeah, it, name.
1: It's, ye- it's your version of Akira Yoshida.
0: Exactly, I'm Shaka Bra, bro. <laughs> it's just me with like a bunch of puka shell necklaces and Hawaiian shirts when I come into the yeah. meeting. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, wait i thought i thought he said he was south african why is he talking like a surfer dude uh shaka brah <laughs> oh man i think we found the next great character for the comic multiverse shaka Bra. shaka Bra. Shaka bra. what are the adventures of shaka Bra? what's he doing this week
1: oh uh, he he he's surfing in california there you go. and then like attending a vape conference <laughs>
0: Vape Nation, Shaka Bra.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's trying to like, try to get like a french like a vape franchise that he can set up on like Venice Beach.
0: Shaka Bra (laughs) wants to run as president for Vape Nation, but he needs to find (laughs) a proper running mate. And as president of Vape Nation, bras, we're going to pull sicker, fatter, harder vapes than ever before. <laughs> Our one. clouds
1: are going to be so thick.
0: Thick-ass clouds <laughs> that will blot out the sun. Chaka Bra. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there we go. That's that's him as a villain. That's like I gotta I gotta like blot out the sun with my vape cloud. I like that.
0: And only the gnarly Avengers can stop Shaka Brah. Uh. Uh,
1: that's the sequel to No Road Home.
0: Uh, Avengers,
1: no no it. road No Road Home, brah. No Road Home, brah.
0: Man, I think we have an early contender for this year's best of <laughs> segments. The revenge of Shaka Brah. Uh but yeah, no road home is good it is it's good stuff if you've been trade waiting now's now's the time to start you'd probably read it all by the time the next issue comes out because it comes out next week yeah (laughs) comes out this wednesday or today by the time you're listening to this show yeah (laughs) we might already have known how it ended we might (laughs) yeah we might we might already know uh so anything else to talk about magic you have any more books or was that it
1: Ah, that was it, actually. That
0: that was it, everyone. That was a good, long, strong, thick vape of a show is what that was. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's what we're going to start calling them now. So... (laughs) Thank you for so much for watching and listening. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you're a patron, you get to listen to it first before anyone else over on Patreon.com. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Every donation is really appreciated. Never expected, always appreciated. Thank you, everyone, who already is a patron. That's our little way of giving back to you. Everyone else can watch the video version of the show, the version you're watching right now. Wednesday at 8, I always try and get that up, and uh, the audio version sometime the next day on SoundCloud and iTunes. Thank Thank you those people too for uh not only listening there but for downloading and for leaving reviews because that's really good for us
1: yeah 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 boost us up in the in the in the numbers
0: boost us up help our internet dicks grow strong <laughs> and defiant in the internet podcast game it's really <laughs> important and uh anything to promote matt anything i think I think next week we were talking about doing a uh, Infinity War commentary.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, well, by next week we'll, uh, by this time next week anyway, I will have seen Endgame. Yeah, um so yeah, probably a, a a commentary for Infinity War. I think that would be much suited. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, too, Matt and I, because now I got this new streaming rig and everything, I'll, I'll, I'll ask the fans now. I'll pull them here. Would you watch this show live over on uh, over on popular streaming channel that I am afraid to name here because YouTube sometimes grabs it if you mention it? Uh, yes would you come
1: to the itch
0: and and watch it the the itch channel uh we were talking about potentially doing that would you because we normally record sundays at 10 and i know that might be a little late for some people but is that something people would be willing to come and show up for because we might just do that yeah i suppose we could learn to stream on youtube too but i figure (laughs) if i if we do it on twitch it's easier to be like okay and now now i can guard that one and then get it to everyone who pays for it and everything yeah is the idea but uh mull that around everyone because we might try doing that we might try doing a live version of this show because i feel i feel like live podcasting is the way of the future it's the way it's going yeah we don't want to we don't want to get caught behind the times (laughs) but uh yeah so thank you everyone for watching and listening we appreciate it matt and myself will be back next week same time
1: yeah see everyone
0: see everyone bye-bye